Welcome to your show. That's right, your show. It is the Smack Attack. It is the show of the people by the people for the people. As you can see, I look beautiful. I'm 27 inches now. Uh, it's the biggest I've ever been. Uh, I'm so happy that I expanded myself to 27 inches. It's wonderful. Um, if you can go 27 inches, you should do it as well. Um, ladies love 27 inches. I'm telling you right now. Uh, it's totally worth it. But ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to the Smack Attack. And as always, welcome to your show. Uh, but also, we want to welcome our boy from the PWC from hell, a.k.a. the land down under from Australia himself, <laughs> Mr. Jimmy T. Jimmy T, how are you today, sir? I am extremely fine, even though it is like almost 8 a.m. I've been up for a mighty long time. But it doesn't matter because you're the king of Saudi or Saudi, should I say. And if you're the king of Saudi Arabia, that makes me, I guess, the prince of Saudi Arabia. Something like that. No. It doesn't matter. Well, yeah, this song cause... is a fucking banger, bro. Yeah. Oh, you don't know Sweet the Leg by uh, <laughs> Family Force 5? Dude. They, they're a Christian, like, really weird punk, punk band. Like, they don't. They play really? all kinds of weird stuff, and they, but it's so good. Like they have this 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 one called um, uh, Chainsaw, and it's a really good one. But like this was one that I James and I were talking about music, and I was like, "Hey, there's this one. This band is called Sweep the Leg from Family Force Five. He's like, "Oh, this is a banger," and so he put it on here so that it could be our show. I just keep forgetting that it's on here, so I'm trying to be more intentional and playing it on the intros cool. and outros and all that kind of fun stuff. So I like but, it. You know, hey, uh, I know this is in our normal time. This isn't our normal station, uh, but this will be the normal broadcasting location from this point forward, as you can see right there, because why we could put Lance Archer's belt in view. So, Chris, <laughs> if you're watching this, oh, look, there's a wrestling belt right there. Oh, my God. Uh, Actually, as a matter of fact, Lance is wrestling tonight. He's on wrestling collision tonight. again. And yeah, yeah uh, one of the one of the Lance posted on his Instagram. One of these guys, one of these podcasts, was saying, "If Lance doesn't destroy Darby Allen, um, then what's this night for?" And yes, Aaron, you are the man. <laughs> you crowned a new world champion in Fight Forever as Lance Archer. Way to go! And he said one of his first matches he did was my two Texas beefy boys, which was Lance Archer <laughs> versus Keith Lee. So uh, hey, way to go! Uh, but yeah, like it's it's definitely been an interesting week this week, I think, in wrestling in general, Jimmy. Um, we had uh, that not only did we see Ric Flair on TV last week and then we didn't see him this week, but we've also got reports this week that not only has he signed a multi year contract with AEW, but his energy drink, woo, energy is now the official energy drink of AEW. <laughs> Uh, Jimmy, oh, when God. you saw this news, tell me how ridiculous you felt by having to say those things and hear those things. 100%. That's exactly how I felt. First of all, the fact that they've signed him up to a multi-year contract, not a one-year deal. You know how it is. And like Chris gave this great analogy on Uncaged yesterday, last night, um, right here on channelattitude.com. But he said, <laughs> he actually pop, said- Cheap pop! There we go. A cheap pop. Exactly. Five bucks. It's all it is. <laughs> At channelattitude.com. But anyway, he said that, you know, like with veteran sports players, for example, and I'm going to use, I'm going to borrow the same analogy because it's true. When right. you, when you got a player roughly, you know, around 38, 
you know, 35 and up, and up pretty much. You, you give out one-year deals, right? Not fucking right. multi-year deals because every year could change as long as he keeps, you know, whoever it is, he or she, as long as they keep playing, like, consistently well, they're going to get that year extension every time. But you don't sign a 60- or 70-year-old at this point almost to a multi-year deal, bro. And you know what scares me? I'm, I'm, I'm so, at, and I don't want this to happen, and I hope I'm wrong, but I've got a bad feeling we're going to get that Sting Flair match, dude. You can't. You can't. You can't do it because you need Sting to pass the torch to somebody, and that somebody is Darby Allen. You have to do that. You have to do that. The whole point of veterans, especially if they're leaving, is to pass the torch to that next generation. You know, look, 100. we're starting to see that, Jimmy, in New Japan, right? I mean, like, Will Ospreay's getting ready to leave. Whether at this next pay-per-view uh, power struggle, will we see Shota Unamuna get the titles or not? No, but, like, then we use that to maybe Gabe Kidd at Wrestle Kingdom or something along those lines. Because we all know Will Ospreay's leaving. He, it's it's wrong. Oh this point you know he's pretty much uh, said it essentially yeah. man i mean kenny did that we uh, uh granite uh jay white put over i mean he put over hickaleo but then eddie kingston uh, okay all right well but you know i i mean still that's typically what happens and we're seeing this next generation coming up and we're seeing new japan do that and they do it very well um they do but you have to you can't you can't and any you could like I could see it being something maybe that you do leading up to Darby Allen. You know, maybe it's a, a one-off where like, hey, before Revolution, which I think is in January, right? If I remember correctly. And that what it said. Uh, is uh yeah. yeah, I think it is January. Right? January. So like maybe Oh, maybe longer, maybe further out. I'm not sure. Around there, something like that anyway. Let's see. Let me see. When is Sting retiring? Uh, uh, AEW Revolution 2024. Um, where when is AEW Revolution? Uh, <laughs> they're, they're great marketers, aren't they? I mean, I don't yeah. even know when Revolution is because they're adding a new pay per view every week, it feels like. I mean, just out of the blue, too. Okay, AEW Revolution date August 25th, 2024. Wow. That far away? No, no, that can't be right. Oh that no, can't I think be right. it is. I think it is, dude. No, Revolution fact. is March fifth. There we go. So yeah. it's Revolution that he said he was going to retire, right? Right, which is their first oh. pay per view of the year because you know they do the they have like that's an actual pay per view, right? Right. And they they have like four or whatever and uh, and all that fine stuff. So oh no, that's this year. Uh, that was this past year. Um, Revolution, A E W, Revolution 2024 date. All in. Um, oh, goes my shit. <laughs> when is the A E W Revolution date? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to see. Uh, yeah, this year Revolution to take March 5th at the Civic Center in California. Right, but when is 2024 Revolution? Right. And I think I heard August as well, dude. Actually, no, that's all in. That's about... all in. That's the uh, whole all London. In? Oh thing. yeah, you're right. You're right. No, no, you're right. That's true. Then it has to be March, bro. It's got to be somewhere in there because they apparently they haven't given a date, but it's 
it's in the it's in the beginning part of the year. It's 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 one of those things. Well, AEW. this is why I don't like talking AEW because yeah, you so... know what? Fuck AEW. We're not here to talk AEW. Yeah, We're just yeah, talking well... about how Flair is signed to a multi-year contract with all everyone wrestling. It feels like at this point, right? Um, that's, that's yeah, and 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 but let's let's talk this. Let's talk this. Right? It's his energy drink. Um, <laughs> woo. Yeah, like woo energy. Um, like. First of all, Ric Flair has had a heart attack. He's zombie Ric Flair now. Is this a He's man a who needs an energy drink? <laughs> like, no, that dude does not need an energy drink. And, like, is that it, – it feels like nowadays that's the new gimmick. You know, used to it was figures and everything like that. Now it's, hey, try Sting energy drink. Try Ric Flair energy drink. Try, you know, like, it feels like it's the thing to do now to put you on an energy drink. The Rock has his own energy drink. Which it's yeah. not terrible. It's not terrible. It, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I, I mean, Prime I is terrible. Thing. Just quietly. Oh, look, Prime is the sh- whether you have the energy. I haven't had the energy drink, but the drink itself. Ugh. Holy shit! No, that's awful. Um, I haven't had the drink. I've had the energy drink though, and it oh, really? was barrel, bro. It mm. was disgusting. One of the worst fucking things I've ever drank in my life. Like that's how bad it was. But I've only tried one flavor. It was that lime one yeah. with the green can. But uh, disgusting, man. But you know what? That shit sells out everywhere. And of course, Todd Bradley, the comment king, comes in. Let's talk about what's really important. Me is the future HMG Pick'em Challenge World Champion. Todd, no. I want to know how much no. did you get wrong because I only had one wrong in this in, in this uh, event, and it was goddamn it, John Cena. Yeah. Well. But before we go any further, I do want to acknowledge the chat today because, of course, this is a show of the people. Yeah. So, G3333Ball is here. Chris Winland is here. Aaron Ben Shlomo. Uh, we already said Todd is here because we highlighted his thing. Labrat made an appearance. Um, are you still here, Labrat? Test, test, test. Um, and <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah. So, uh, and if you are, I can see because there's six people watching up here. I see you. Uh, oh, there's now eight. So make sure you say hey. Um, we love to talk to you and have uh, your input as part of the show as always. Uh, Jimmy, uh, anything else this week ex- exciting happening news-wise that you wanted to talk about before we get into the rest of this? Um, You know what, man? Not really. It's been a pretty quiet week, really, for pro wrestling, man, unusually. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think if what we said on Uncaged. Oh, uh, well, it's not news, but... um. Have you heard about Brett the Gift Man Hart? Yeah, I was gonna. I sent that to Chris, and it was. The, I saw the advertisement for. You can win something from him, right? Like, if you He's live Santa in Canada, Claus, basically, right? Yeah, if you live in Canada and you have an Amazon Prime account, a Canadian Amazon Prime account, you can win something from him, right? If I remember seeing the advertisement correctly, and then of course. Um, the 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 video the the commercial it almost feels like it's making fun of his CTE and his dementia a little bit, you know. Have you <laughs> seen, seen it, Jimmy? It. No, okay. no, no, but All I know right. about All it. Right. All right, here. No, we may have to watch it. Uh, oh, God. okay, let's check it out. I want to see it. Hit, hit, uh, hit man, heart Amazon commercial. Okay, here we go. All right, let's see. He's going to be funny. Okay, yeah. All right, let me first come here to share my screen. 
and we are going to go here. Let's share it. And here we. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm coming for you, Canada. And when you hear me knocking, you'll know what day it is. Amazon's gift mania. When you can win <laughs> up to $300 from your Amazon gift list delivered by me, Brett the Hitman Hart. Uh, but, but, uh, hey, Brett, love the energy. Okay? But don't forget, for this campaign, you're the gift man. Okay? <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, and action. Delivered by me, Brett the Gift Man Hart. And line. Oh, uh, it is. So log into Amazon now and put all your favorite items in. A shirt <laughs> A backbreaker. A headlock. Gift list. Put it in your Amazon gift list. <laughs> so that's a no to the sharpshooter? Okay. Uh, people, let's take five. Yeah? <laughs> Gluten free. Look at that. Gluten free. Gluten <laughs> free. Yeah. You know what's uh, funny about that? What was that? That that is the most personality I've ever seen. Bret Hart fucking uh, ooze, if you know what I mean. I, yeah. No shit. Yeah. And I'm not saying that he was he had no personality. He was great. He's one of my favorites too. But mm -hmm. no shit. Have you ever seen him this animated ever? No, I I don't think I have. Uh, let's see. I'm just my. I'm still playing with the setup of my computer. But yeah, no, it's it's uh it's the most personality I think I've seen him have in a long time, except for when he was a heel, you know. In well, yeah. America suck. Uh, but yeah, it's just in general. And then like, but like, didn't it feel like it was a little CTE, like making fun of it a little bit, like yeah, knowing I mean... knowing he's had some issues and and you know with the concussion and dementia and everything along those lines, it felt a little uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know, making fun of that a little bit. Put it in a no, what? definitely. Wait, line, uh, <laughs> okay, headlock, sharpshooter. Yeah, <laughs> that know. chick is supposed to be a famous influencer from Canada as well, or some oh, shit. Is it? I don't know. I, I yeah, I don't know I, who she is either, but yeah, <laughs> I know he was married. I thought maybe that was his wife. I don't know, but um, no, no, that was definitely not his wife. Okay, because he 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 had. Uh, I know he has an African American wife. That's true. Um, you know, so that's where I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Um, but it's anyway, interesting. Yeah. But hey, do what you can to make that money. Yeah. You know? Uh Todd, hey, Todd absolutely. does say this. Uh he was awesome on Mad TV. Like him. Oh, back in the day, the, I remember that. Yeah. Will Sasso bit. Oh my gosh, that was and they did some funny stuff with that. I mean, Brett um, is the only wrestler to ever appear on The Simpsons, man. True, that is true. as himself, like, right. and that's a big deal, bro. When you think yeah. about it, yeah, it really is. And so, um, I think that's about it. Uh, I was gonna say there's not much else except for like, oh, TK's major announcement, I guess. <laughs> Jesus Christ, like, <laughs> what a fucking clown! Oh, wait, here's the major announcement that we are going to announce that in a month you can sign up for pre sales for All In in London, which is eight <sighs> months after that, dude. This guy is in pure denial if I ever saw it. I mean, he's literally doing this. You know, when you block your ears and you're like, la, 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 I don't want to hear it. That's what he's doing, bro. Mm -hmm. The fact that he announced it now, not only was it not a major deal, but second of all, for him to be doing it from now, you know, and we all know, he's scared he's not going to get that same crowd that he got this year. 
well, yeah, the second time around, and he, he won't. Can't. Yeah, because I mean, he shit the bed the first time. Exactly. And, and you know, I mean, I guess my biggest problem is that's something that Excalibur could have done between matches. Like, you're ruining the idea of this special event to where anytime you're going to do it from this point forward, people are going to be like, what the fuck, whatever. Okay, I don't really have to do it. Um, you know, like, you're you're cheapening the whole idea of what a special announcement <laughs> is. You know, and I mean, you know, that's, that's the problem. You know, I, look, look, AEW continues to make it it's and I, I and I said this the other day on Twitter or something like that, and someone was like, You dumb. I was like, No, my <laughs> problem is like inconsistent booking and storytelling. And oh, it was about the devil mask, right? I think it was on like Busted Open <sighs> Radio's um, you know, attendant, like you know, Busted Open Radio, they think who do you think blows behind the devil's mask? And I said, Who cares? I said they'll they'll do it and then he'll be forgotten in three weeks. You know, <laughs> yeah. I said, That's... and then someone put a gift like you dumb. And I'm like, no, I'm just tired of inconsistent booking and, you know, not being able to maintain storylines. You know, Dude. I, like you got to call it like it is. And you got to be real. I want AEW to succeed because it only floats the boat of wrestling. Do you think NWA and I'm going to I'm, I'm going to put this out here because of this whole interaction this week on Twitter that I had. Um, oh, I feel that, you because I've had plenty of those and it drives me nuts, know, bro. Well, yeah, and AEW, you know, people who just, it's all, you know, there's, oh, you can't say anything bad about it. Um, would NWA get a contract with CW to be on TV if AEW didn't exist? Mm, that's a good question, man. Because you can really look at it from either way. I mean, you could say in one way, yes, because of AEW. But at the same time, that all depends, though, man. It, how serious would Corgan be right now, say, if there wasn't an AEW in terms of expanding NWA? If he was all in, pun intended, like literally all in, where he's just yeah, he's signing big names galore or mm. trying to, then I would say, yeah, he would have gotten on television. But um, I'm not sure, man. Uh, uh, but why would AEW... If you look at AEW right now, I mean, are they really that successful? Sure, the AEW Mark Tubs will point out they're still pretty much in the top three every week on television on their nights, right? But yeah. you're not even getting a million like viewers. Nowhere near. But Jimmy, look at the demographics. Look at what we're doing in the demographics. Oh, sorry. My bad. Right. The demographics. But, yeah. No, but I you know, right. I mean, I, and I mean, here's my other question. Would AEW if there wasn't a uh, an actor strike going on right now with AEW still be going. We know that the contract hasn't been extended yet, right? The, uh, Warner Brothers hasn't extended the contract. They are they're they're operating on the current contract, and there's no talk of anything further after this point. Uh, maybe CW did this to secure NWA because they needed programming, you know, because the the Screen Actors Guild because of the strikes and everything. Is Even that... if they resolve the strike today, right? You still have to go back into production and everything. So you might not have anything ready until summer, right? Let's be honest, because you got to film sure. and everything. So why not have that kind of stuff there? But also CW goes, hey, look, we've lost a big market with all the the flash and everything that we got rid of, right? We got rid of all that. We're trying to do teeny bopper stuff, but we want to have stuff for dudes. Mm -hmm. Let's put on teeny wrestling. We can't right. we can't get AEW. We can't get WWE. Let's do NWA. 
Um, they're you know pretty decent. And hey, well, it's Billy Corgan behind it. And it, but that conversation doesn't happen if AEW is not viable. At least it, I'll give you this: it's viable. Is it successful? I can't say that 100% is for successful because we look at the idea of the look, you look at the live gates, right? That's not successful. You're at or below where New Japan does when they come to America, right? I mean, yeah, it's comparable. Yeah, you know, and I mean, New Japan puts on a way better product. Um, but they actually do. Yeah, it's funny. It's but true. if you if you have to say this, they're viable for what the situation is right now, and that floats the boat for the rest of wrestling to where I think NWA gets a shot at this contract comparatively. But that's my thought. But we're, I mean, is am I, am I wrong in that viewpoint, Jimmy? Or no? But funny enough, though, you do realize CW and TNT and TBS and all that are all under the same umbrella, right? They're all under Time Warner. I mean, the uh, Discovery warner now whatever they're called yeah cw is under the same best so they essentially got the same masters which i find interesting so they're under the same family under the same tree dude which should they be worried that another a rival company is on you know the same family bandwagon as okay. they are uh paramount global <clears throat> and next star media group are who who are the pair organizations who own that Oh, CW? Yeah. Next not, Star, not... Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Next okay, Star Media Group acquisition me... of the CW Network. They got it in 2022. Um, and Dennis Miller has been named the president of CW. Oh, okay. He, so, someone, who was telling me? Paramount was telling me and that... Warner, Warner Brothers did own it. That's why all those okay. shows went off. Because in October of this year, 75% um, ownership interest in, went to Next Star. Which is a oh. Christian media network, which is weird. That um, is weird. Company, uh, but like because if I remember correctly, Nextstar is um, yes, Nextstar Media Group announced today that it closed previously announced acquisition of seventy five percent ownership in the CW Network LLC, the CW or the company from uh, co owners Warner Brothers Discovery and Paramount Global. So who each retain a twelve point five percent ownership. In the CW, NextStar also announced that Dennis Miller has been named president of the CW effective immediately. Mr. Miller has served as a member of NextStar's board of directors since 2014 and stepped down from the board in connection with his appointment. NextStar has an initiated search for a new member of the board. Mr. Miller is assuming leadership of the CW from Mark <laughs> Pedowitz. That's a terrible name to have, Pedowitz. Well, it's definitely um, Jewish, Pedowitz. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who, after nice. serving as oh, chairman of CW and CEO of the CW for the past eleven years, announced his intention to revive his successful production con, production successful production company. He will provide support to the CW, Nextstar, and Mr. Miller in the streamlined transition. Um, da, 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 da. So basically, Nextstar owns seventy five percent. is a leading diversified media company that produces and distributes engaging local news, sports, and entertainment content across television, streaming, and digital platforms, including more than. 290,000 hours of original video content each year. NextStar owns America's largest local broadcasting group comprised of top network affiliates with 200 owned partner stations in 116 U.S. markets reaching 212 million people. 
Nexstar's national television properties include the CW, America's fifth major broadcast network, News Nation, America's fastest growing news entertainment cable network, reaching 70 million television homes, popular entertainment multicast networks, Antenna TV and Rewind TV, okay, and a 31% ownership uh, stake in TV Foods Network. The company portfolio's mm. digital assets include The Hill uh, and Best Reviews, uh, are collectively a top 10 U.S. digital news property. Um, so that is... That's Nexstar, and that's who owns the CW now, which makes twelve percent is still owned by by Time Warner, though as well. Discovery by Warner Discovery yeah. and Paramount Global, right? They're, they're but like, but they're yeah. they're just they're 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 just getting residuals at this point for anything. They're still under up. the same umbrella, though. They're still under the assets. If you go to to the Warner Brothers thing, CW comes up, right? But they're not Nexstar is in control of programming now, which is why we saw. Right. The Flash and, and all that and the Arrowverse wiped out. Well, you know. they're definitely affiliated, man. You could say that. So, I mean, it's not the, exactly the same, but they're still very close, put it that way. You know what I mean? Unless they have some sort of working agreement. The thing is, CW Network, does anybody really watch that anymore? The only times I watched it is when, remember when WWE uh, debuted main event? No. On the CW Network. And at the first, the main, ev main event, the show... Which is still on now, but it, you know it's like dark for AW's equivalent. Mm -hmm. um, it was actually strong. It was booked as a good big show, mm -hmm. but then you know it, it went that it spiraled downhill pretty thing. quick. Because we, I don't remember ever seeing it. Here. No, it was. It was on CW Network when it first debuted. Mm. Well, I don't remember that at all. Um, but you know, like. Being an asset and being involved, I think, are two different things, Jimmy. So an asset well, yeah. means it's something you have, you know, and you make money off of. CW is being run by Nexstar, and they're handling all the programming and everything along those lines. Well, so, is it safe to say that um, Turner, uh, you know, Discovery, do they have? Do you think they have shares in AEW? Everyone thinks they do because they seem to be invested. Well, they can't have shares in AEW because it's not a public company. Oh, yeah. Company. Well, do they own a percentage of it? No, because it's a family-run company. Um, yeah, that's I, in the books. It is. I think but... it's the other way around. I think TK is paying Warner Brothers for the time. Oh yeah, spot. yeah. That's why. But Warner has no vested interest except for the fact that this fills programming for them. Right. Well, they seem to have a lot of say in how you know things are done in AW. I mean, I think they have say in when they time things and like they want, hey, I, we want Battle of the Belts, right? We want, oh, yeah, of course. You know, right. we want these quarterly shows, you know, that highlight on our, you know, that's, I think that's more of what it is. It's, I think it has less to do with, and of course, there's just standards and practices in general. No matter what, you're going to have to meet whatever Warner Brothers says is standards and practices. So that's an influence, yes, but. I think, if anything, that's the extent of it. Hey, you're going to be on our channel, which is TBS and TNT. TNT, you could get away with a little bit more because that's the action channel. TBS is the comedy channel, and that's more family stuff. So you need to be, <laughs> you know, appropriate. <laughs> yeah, you know, more P's and Q's kind of thing. You know, I would say. And so, I, I think that's more of what it is. You have to respect what it is we're doing for what we say, and these are the times that we're giving you. Other than that, I really honestly, Jimmy, think that this is something that, um, you know, the reason why they're still on the air is because TK is pouring money into Warner Brothers and like, hey, cool, you're going to pay us to be on TV 
and they have a time slot, fine. That's that's cool. I we think can... with Collision, a hundred percent. I think with Dynamite, that's the only time they're getting paid. Oh, at Dynamite or Collision? No, Dynamite. Collision's definitely paid for. I think oh, yeah. the slot, one hundred percent. But um, Dynamite was the only one that initially they had some sort of income coming in from the network. And it's not even that much. I think it's like a hundred and something million. I mean, it's a lot of money, but when you compare it to WWE, right? It's peanuts. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. You know. Um... Oh, true. Why does he not buy Warner? I mean, you know what's funny? When Ted Turner owned Warner, right? When WCW was on there, you know what? That was a bad thing for WCW because they weren't making no money. So think about it. WCW became successful at one point, and it was only a quick point without actually getting an income from the networks because everything was owned by who owned them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I find that kind of interesting. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, so like, here's the thing, right? Ted Turner loved wrestling. So he, he, he did, bought, man. he bought, uh, they had WCW. Then he bought JCP, uh, Jim Crockett promotions, made it WCW even more so. And he, he ran it at a loss. It was a loss leader for him. Eric Bischoff, when he took it over, eventually made it to where it made money like if you can well, about you can two do that. years yeah well but even more than that even when they got into the 2000s before they closed they were still making money they that's were what i'm saying profit like so from, from 96 six on to, it, to it about 99 was their profit years well bishop even said even before he left they were still profitable in 2000 going into 2000 and they cut they they died midway through 2000 so um, well, 2001, March was the last. Right. But the, the reason and the biggest thing that killed them wasn't, well, I mean, their creative was kind of bad, but it was the fact that AOL, AOL did yeah, not the... want that program anymore. Well, you know, it's Turner funny. was no longer in charge. And so right, he got hostile takeover. <laughs> essentially, when, when the merger happened, he eventually got shoved out. Um, what's up, Scott? Scott Woodford's in the house. Um, hey, what up, Scotty? And I mean, and you could like the there's a really good book that Eric Bishop calls it like the rise and fall of WCW or something like that. I've, Scott, I've, I've read that, I've read that. Yeah, great, like the it, death of WCW, the is death the of like, yeah, it, where they go to talk to executives of at you know that, but like essentially AOL Time Warner shoved Ted Turner around who could no longer protect him, and even though it was making money and it was a thing, they just that was not part of their branding. You know, yeah, they, they just didn't like, want pro wrestling anymore. They just didn't they want just, pro wrestling anymore, yeah. and, and they were like, "Just get rid of it. Just get rid of it. We don't care anymore." And they they kind of let things happen and spiral out of control because it just allowed it just proved their yeah. Point. And people don't realize the merger happened right before, like about a year before they actually mm-hmm. went bust. You know what I'm saying? Right. So and and they, during they, that bad time, yeah, they, was, they let they them under like, control of AOL. They basically just let them, you know, hang themselves essentially, for lack of a better phrase, and say, "Oh, look, see, we don't want this as part of our thing anymore." Um, you know, it, it's it was a whole mess. Wrestling is a mess. It's 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 <laughs> when it's it gets whatever. messy, it is dirty as fuck. Yeah, bro. Like, it, it, it really is. <laughs> you know, but you know, I mean, I've got a conspiracy actually, and I don't know if you agree with me, but I think how Vince McMahon bought WCW and how much he paid for it. I think was already set like years back. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why. I, I've looked into it, man. I've gone into this rabbit hole. Now, do you remember Black Saturday? No. You don't remember Black Saturday? Oh, you became a wrestling fan a lot later than the, than the 80s, obviously, and stuff, right? Yeah. 
Mm. All right, I'll give you an example. Back then, right, on TBS, the WCW always had a show, right? Like on TBS, Saturday mornings and whatnot, right, as well. Right, and the 605 um, show on TBS. Yeah, and the 605. Vince bought the, that time slot. I remember Dude, that. Turner. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but there was such a backlash down south because you know in the in the south they absolutely hated that sports entertainment because style of that was Jim Crockett. It wasn't WCW, right? But it was called World Championship Wrestling, though. Like with Jim that Crockett was the, promotions, it, that was the title of the show. Yeah, the show, the show I'm talking about. It was a yeah, World Championship Wrestling uh, JCP. But was, yeah, but it was a JCP. It was a JCP. Right. But that, but JCP is WCW anyway. It became WCW anyway, like in the future. Once that Turner got bought out, it, yeah, right. But anyway, Turner didn't own it yet, obviously. But he owned the stations and all that shit. Anyway, Vince is uh, basically got somehow got the t- like that that TV slot on TBS. There was a huge backlash, and Turner didn't want this contract. Right, it didn't last long. So essentially, because he, well, he killed off WCW even then, or Jim Crockett Promotions, by just taking over their slot, dude. So he can spread the WWE or WWF at the time all over, not just the world, but all over the America and, and wherever, you know what I mean? And the South, you know, were known to hate fucking WWF, you know? Fuck that New York promotion, you know what I mean? It was all about down South. But the point is, so he had to give it up. He, like, Vince had to give it up, even though he didn't have to. But he kind of got pressured into doing so. So in return for for giving back that slot to the enemy, he said, "If you ever go like, if you ever up for sale, I get first dabs." And that's essentially what happened. Think about it, dude. Bischoff mm-hmm. was going to pay over sixty million, okay, for it at the time. But you know, with Fusion Entertainment, whatever he was under, right. if you remember, because, because Bischoff was going to buy everything. He was going to buy the gear, right? The equipment, all everything. Vince didn't, Vince didn't need any of that. Vince just bought the property and he bought the the library, the assets, and, and the assets yeah. as well. Uh, well, I mean, he he well, did, and the contracts that that he, he that were up. He, he he bought the contracts that were up. Well, yeah, he bought the contracts that were up. But like the rings and stuff, like there are ring trucks and oh. things that you could find. In oh, the they couldn't still. care less about that right, shit. Right, that's that, what I'm that'd saying. Be what was, yeah. Eric was going to pay for all of that. They were that he was going to. Well, he needed it. All of it, and the, you know, his talk was like they were going to go to Vegas and they were going to have like a theater and studio type thing. You know, I, I read all about that. But like, yeah, I remember. Right, that was the difference. Is you know, it wasn't that Vince had first dibs. It was that Vince was willing to take it off their hands right away, whereas Bischoff was building a group, making a plan, so that when they bought it, they knew what they needed to do. Vince was ready to go, yeah. look, I'll just give you this. $2 million? Come on, dude. Come on. That's that. No, it was $2 million. I kid you not, man. Whereas Bischoff were going to offer 60 over 60 and had the money right then and there. Look into it, bro. I swear to God. That's why it's fishy, man. It, it, it's very fishy. I'm telling you, look into it deeply. Yeah, two, and yeah. Two million, yeah. bro. Think about this. TK paid apparently, allegedly, forty million for Ring of Honor, dude. Right. Well, forty it's, million it was for Ring of two. Honor. Um, it was four point two total that um, WC. But that again, remember, it Still, was. It's that's a bargain. Yeah, but but remember that was Vince just paying for the library and the rights. 
that the, the library the, the, the library and the rights are the most important things dude and that's what he paid for and then but bishop, like again like i was saying bishop was going to buy the cameras the truck right the equipment, everything all that kind of so why wouldn't they allow him to do that because they they just chose not to you know, they wanted to get rid of it, Jimmy. They didn't want to wait. They didn't want to have to deal with the like you know how long and, and Bischoff says it was gonna take once we made this offer, it was gonna take another three to six months for the law the paperwork and all that stuff. Dude, if you knew you were gonna get say sixty million compared to four million, come on. No, they wanted to get rid of it, Jimmy. Remember, AOL at the time, AOL Time Warner was the biggest media group and they didn't need I know. the money. They didn't need I know the that. money. They wanted to get rid of it. Now it's it ended true. up biting him in the ass because we see where AOL is. It's not a thing anymore. But that's the whole point is that they didn't need the money. They wanted to get rid of it. So whoever could take it first was what happened. Bischoff was and working to get it there, but he didn't make it in time for WWE. Also, the TV situation was another thing with Bischoff because mm -hmm. TNT didn't want to have it on there. And he was, I don't know why he was sort of you know, going that way. But the thing is, even if Bischoff wasn't going to get TV, there you go. If if he wasn't going to get TV, the the library itself is is a money maker. Just that alone. Right. But that's what he said. They sold that out from under him. So therefore, how would he have a chance to restart with none of that history behind him? You know, the WCW. Well, no, like right. he couldn't even use the WCW name now, when was what he was planning no. on doing. You know, so like then it becomes everything becomes useless you know now he has to rebrand and all that fun stuff and so it no, yeah it's not wcw after that right yeah and, no. and this is this is to me is again that idea that wcw was sold to be getting rid of to get off the air not because they needed the profit or the money they're like yeah fine whatever if you if this how do you sell a company air, that was making so much money like that and and vince just taking it from under everyone just the way he did dude uh, I don't know, man. It's that it's that idea of you. You're not thinking ahead, Jimmy. You're not. You're not. And and people will do that. You know, you get people will <laughs> that buy company was worth things. more than that, dude. It was I know worth, that, that, that name. That name you alone, and, WCW. You and I both know that. But the problem is when sometimes you get so sh short sighted or so stuck into a crawl, like something you don't like, that you're willing to get rid of it no matter what, right? Well, they Let's, must have despised it, dude. I mean. Well, let, let's take let's take for example, right? The um, uh, what is it? Is it was the Chevy, the Chevy Nova, right? I think that was was the the car that um, Kooky dude Ralph Nader said was awful, right? Um, Chevy got rid of it. Now, when you see it's a worth Chevy a Nova, it's worth a lot of money because people are oh, just man. selling it for a song. How many how many people have you seen at car shows or heard? Man, I wish I would have kept that car because now it's this. Now, Dude, I feel the same way about the cars that I used to have, man. That's worth so much, bro. Right, because... Uh, and, because and it does my head in. <laughs> well, yeah. And be, why? Because, oh, this is crap. I don't need it anymore or whatever. And so we just get rid of it and not think about what's the long term of it, you know? Right, now, granted, right. to cars today, like, I like, let's be honest. The cars of the 40s, 50s, 60s, even 70s are my, more iconic than cars of today. And they're right, but even the 80s cars, longer. dude, are worth a lot of fucking money. Some too, 80s man. cars, yeah. But like cars today are not made to last and they're not made to be iconic. No, they're made 100%. to be A to B. Kind of like people who are eating today. They're all generic now, dude. Enjoying. 
They're yeah. all generic. They're all the same shit, pretty much, man. Unless you're going for a supercar, if you know right. what I mean. Well, and I mean, like you hear people say, "Well, I'm not eating. I'm not eating for taste. I'm eating for sustenance." And I'm like, "Then why the fuck are you eating? Like, that's yeah. the whole point." Like, you know, one of the things that drives me nuts about my dad. I love my dad. Don't get me wrong, but he has this incredible car collection, and he does oh, really? absolute dick with it. Like, what do you mean? Um, he does nothing with it. Like he doesn't. He doesn't drive his cars at all, and it it, it makes. Me oh, he's one of those insane. guys. It's like collecting shoes and never wearing them. Yeah, I hate that, bro. So, I hate that. Here. I've got so many shoes, but I'll wear my damn shoes, bro. Let, let me show you what my dad's got. Okay. Oh, this is good. I'm, I'm looking forward oh, to this. Yeah. Okay. So this one is oh, a car wow. he used to. He doesn't oh, wow. have this anymore. He sold it because it leaked, and you know, it, it was a That's rat a hot rod, rod he, pretty much, dude. Well, he turned. It was going to be a rat rod. He turned it because my dad can't do rat rods because he, you know, he's just so fastidious. He can like this car. This car ended up right. winning awards for being like, you know, a really beautiful car. He ended up selling. And that's an it. old school fucking car. It's, too, it's man. a nineteen. It was a nineteen thirties uh, car that got chopped. I mean, it was what motor does that have in there, man? That, uh, that's a V eight for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It was. I forget which one. This was the interior. Had the mail. Had the postal. Wow. You know, thing Holy on it. Shit. That's got to be uh, worth over a hundred grand, dude. Oh, all Easy. of his cars are six figure. All of his cars are six oh figures. I'm gonna God, tell you that right bro. now. But it, it was a standard too, so he ended up having to sell wow. it so nobody could drive it. Um, I mean, I could drive. That's it, not. So that's not street legal. I mean, is that, can you drive that on the street? This? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it you was can? street legal. Yeah, it was street legal. Here, here, you no chance, man. They've become so strict that you wouldn't. I used to see these cars all the time back in the day. Now it was a flathead V8. That's right. It was a Chevy flathead V8. So wow. Um, but yeah, has he stroked uh, the motor as well? Like done it up? Oh yeah, shit? he's getting them all that. So this is this is a car. Uh, this is a thirty-six Chevy five window coupe that he had that he found wow. like super bare metal and tore wow. up and then he fixed it all up to Holy not that shit. He's this got was a the fucking... challenger this he I had this car bro this was one of the first 5000 with the srt 10s in it right that he had with the hemi right. and he asked me if i could keep if he could keep this or his prowler which uh-huh. um <laughs> and he's got he a said, i said well. this and he sold it I, I was so pissed. Oh, I what a prick. He did this that on his, purpose. <laughs> oh, I hate him sometimes for that. This so he'd rather drive this thing? Well, this is his 73 Superwheel that he owned when my mom and him first got married, and he drove no to Louisiana way, from East dude. Texas. It still runs, numbers matching, everything on it. Wow. He's kept it in pristine condition, and him and my mom will still take it out on date nights every now and then. Like, oh, your parents are awesome, it's dude. Super cool. That's his thing. This is the prowler that he kept, holy shit, which I'm so pissed about because why he car, sold this. No, he sold the challenger oh. over this, which I am so pissed about. And was the challenger his everyday car by any chance? No, none of these are his everyday car. No, oh, I know these ones wouldn't be, but you'd think no. the challenger maybe. No, he didn't even, not even the challenger wow. because it was one of the first 5,000 SRT 10 orange, you know, you know, when they re released them back in the day. So it was a special car. So yeah, I hate it. Like I hate this car. It's just there's nothing to it. It looks cool, but that's about it. Um, so this is that wow. 36 five window coupe that I was telling you that was all you know bare metal and trashed out. Right, right. He ended up turning it into this, which is a um, it's it's a street legal race car, like because he used to race cars. So this is what it looked like when he started the project. Wow. This right here. I love seeing shit like this, man. When and then when this like is that, a video. Right? Uh, his car, there it is. is right that a there, challenger in the front. Oh, no, 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 that's a 57. Yeah, 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 yeah. I chipped so, out there for a minute. 
So this is the car coming in. Listen to that Y motor engine. It's it's a uh, I want to say it's a 409 Y motor. Wow. But that was his racing car number. These are the two of the colors of his race cars. My mom's name is over the door right there. Oh really? Uh, yeah. So, That's awesome, dude. Look at the fats on the back of that thing, man. Yeah. Jesus he was Christ. A racer. Oh, the no shit. The license plate will fold up when you... And I'll show a picture of it. Was he doing the dirt racing with the uh, the sprint cars by any yeah, chance? That, that was my dad back in the, the 70s. He was dirt track racer. Wow. And that's, is that dark. your folks right here, right? Yeah. So that's my dad. That's my mom. Me. And then that's my youngest sister. And that's my niece, Isabel. Oh, you and got then, siblings? I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah. I got, I got two younger sisters. Oh, um, wow. It's like me, man. I've got one young yeah. sister and I'm 12 years older than her. Yeah, Stacy is five years younger than me, and Erica is eighteen months younger than me. But this is Tracy. He built the car and fabricated the hood. Wow. Was had to be fabricated. The trunk got lost in in trans in uh, transportation. <laughs> lost. No so they had and they can't get spare parts for this thing. So they had to yes. build it, chopped no and cleaned. Shit. Tracy did all of the work on this car, fabricating everything on it. This is his that would have cost Chevy. Mean, man. Yeah, oh, oh. man, that's awesome. So this is his '57 Chevy uh, Nomad. This is the back of the car, so you can see the gas tanks here, the battery, um, and then this is the front of it. Oh, when you look at the back end, notice there's no license plate. The Achoo. license plate folds up when you turn the car off, or you can have a switch. So if my dad wanted no to ride a toll. Yeah, yeah, like, fuck it. Yeah. I mean, everybody knows what his car would be looking like, you know. It's not like, mm. but like, see, that's theory, illegal to do here, though. Like, to, oh, it's to illegal do that to trick. do here too. Okay, it's all right. Okay. Here too. Yeah. So, like, I was gonna say, and then this is his board that he has with you know all the information on the car. Um, so this is the front of it. Um, he won an award for this one. Uh, so like, there's the racing. Like, all these are not stickers. They're all hand painted. Of these are all no, the, dude. Yes. They're not stickers. They're not stickers. They hand painted all these things. They're all the parts and people who worked on the car. So there's an Edelbrock, you know, muffler in there, and he, they took. So they had the artist who painted all this on the firewall, hand paint the stickers of the things he's on there, and then like here's the picture where my uncle and all of them and some of the guys that worked are. There's my dad's name above on this side, and on the other side, on the passenger side, is my mom's name in pink, uh, in the passenger That's seat. Awesome. Of, and uh, then the, that 57. Oh, look at that. Is that uh, the one that was a rust bucket before? Yeah. And this no is way. his bad now. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So, this is this is it now. And then um, for this one, and that's the interior on it. For this one, he won, uh, this is at the Good Guys Car Show in Texas. They have oh, – it's a national shit. car show. There are about 5,000 cars that come through a year, and he won an award at that show for this car. Um, you know, this, wow. Like, You know what I love? Your dad doesn't even look like the type to be to be into this type of stuff, oh, right? Which is dad, even fucking cooler, man. Oh, my dad loves cars so much. He's got two more being built right now that are in the six-figure builds, and he loves cars. Uh, so that's my father-in-law, and then Jacob, uh, my son, and then that's my dad there. Is that Jacob uh, in the middle there? Yeah, that's my dad. That's Jacob. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> wow. Look how small that's so he weird. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. This Jesus. Is, this is a while back. And then um, let's see. And that's my nephew Graham, and that's Jacob. The next day, and these are the, this is the company that worked on the car, and they got an award. So this is this is this car pulling out. It has so much souped up stuff on it. Um, and this is them driving to go get the award for 
um, the car paint and wax company here in the state. They said, yeah, this is the best car show for us. So, Holy shit. Which my dad was super proud of for that. Maybe that's what he likes, man. He, I think he gets oh. a kick. You know how you said he doesn't do anything with it. I think him parading him out there for everyone else to get a kick out of it is what gives him the kick out of it. You know what I mean? He does a lot more than he does like this kind of stuff. The only reason why he went here was because of the... Because the builder, you know, it gave them recognition wow. and things like that. What are the awesome old yeah. war? That's awesome. That's a very, very weird color. Oh, that sound. I love that sound. Oh, yeah. Fuck so, you. This it's is the a rumble, man. The... Oh, yeah. This is this is a Buick. He's chopped. He's taken. And he, so, like, this is a a 46 Buick. Oh, they the mob, old school mob, 30s mob cars, bro. But, like... So, what he's done right here, instead of where it's going to be this turtle back, He's chopped it, so I it's gonna that. be more of a yeah. smooth. Hell yeah! Like I'll like, chop that shit too. Yeah, he chop. He's gonna chop it. This guy um, on the left, he was the shop manager. He just was adamant not to do it, and then they did it, and it was like, oh, it looks great. He probably like, would have been cringing doing it. Yeah. He'd be like, oh, oh. <laughs> you know and I mean? then the hood, it's a tilt hood. My dad got. They found um, hinges so it can he can lift the hood instead of doing a tilt hood. Uh, which <laughs> to me, I'm like, dad, it's a Buick. That's the whole cool part of the Buick is that you had a tilt hood. But he wants to show off the engine that he's going to be putting in it and all that fun stuff. So yeah, it's I like get a piano that. that tilt, man. It's like you know, like a grand piano almost. Yeah, yeah, and that's what it is. And, and so he's obviously this is what it looks like beforehand, and right. um, they're almost done with it. So once that gets done, I'll have those pictures, dude. Um, and this is that what must it be like a bitch to drive. Wow, oh, that must yeah. have been running like shit too. Oh, right? dude, like, it was a, it was the it was the a straight eight uh, fireball, you know, engine. And this is his wow. 40, 41 Packard that he has. Um, this is the um, that's display. a classic hot rod style, man. Like if you know oh, what I mean. Look, um, oh, this is the engine for this for this. Uh, uh, Dude, does he have extractors as exhaust as well, man? Oh yeah, oh yeah. You ready? So this straight is, pipes, this is front me behind the back. wheel running. This is me <laughs> behind the revenue. Ready? Have you driven these cars, actually? I've driven some of them. I haven't driven all of them. Does he allow you? Like, if you were to go over and say, Dad, I want to take this car just for a yeah. little spin. So this really? is that Buick that he chopped. Oh, my God. After, yeah. like, they, they started doing it. Yeah. This is the chop. Yeah. And this is that Packard that he got. That's, like. Oh, look at that. That is schmick, like we say down uh -huh. here, bro. <laughs> like i mean uh, look at beautiful. it and then this is the prowler my, oh that, where that's live. where you get all the cheeks bro with this thing <laughs> uh, look it's such a chick car too it's got a terrible <laughs> engine it's not fast it just looks oh whatever. what is it what mode is it that? That, uh, it's got like a it's got like a really shitty v6 in it like, oh no yeah it, it's, so that's like, just it all cool. show really right. it's all show like it's like a mock-up this one right yeah it, it really was so then so this is his garage before he expanded it he's got a 63 corvette right here there's that oh that's beautiful bro. five window coupe uh right race car this is his 56 thunderbird oh look uh, at right that. there and is then that pink this, as well no it's red it's red as oh, well okay it's Fuck, just with the cover it on it it's hard it. yeah yeah well it's got a white kind of almost translucent cover so you can right, still right. see it a little bit and then this is the nomad right here um and he's got all these lifts now 
you're going to see this picture. Then you'll see another picture where this wall is gone and he's expanded even further and what? added three more bays that way. Wait, that is this away from, from your parents' house or is this built this like is right? connected to this is connected. That's what to I was gonna say. So that's his garage on, on his property at his house, basically. Yeah, yep. Holy with, shit. There's a portacochet that connects <laughs> the house to this with the house has a two car garage as well. So um mind you. And it's uh, essentially a, a a mechanics, bro, like a garage, mm-hmm. like legit. Like Yeah, yeah. He's how got many these... fucking Yeah. Oh wait. Oh wait. How many there's has he more... got that? So see now look, same view. Now that wall is gone, he added. Wow, that's more way lift. longer, bro. Yeah. So no you know, there's way. the beetle, there's the thing, they've added everything Holy here. Holy shit. How now, many hoists has he got too, man? That's fucking awesome, bro. Uh, I think there's about four or five. It looks like more than five, dude. Yeah. So, yeah, so this <laughs> is another <laughs> angle. That's sick. One, two. Yeah. No, there's four because this middle section here is where he keeps really? the tie can now. Okay, so, right. you know, he doesn't have one there. And so, but, the, you yeah, know, so now see where that, that distressed wood is. That was that wall that you saw earlier. Yeah. Oh, out, no shit. And he added a place to do machine work and everything. He's got a grinder and all that fun stuff. And then he added more stuff. Wait, no, no, wait, 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 wait. He done this himself? No, he had somebody, he oh, had a contractor that he works with. But like, see this this say. red toolbox? That's his toolbox that he's had for over 50 years. Like, oh, man, you know how dads are with their toolboxes, bro. <laughs> like, it's one of those big rolling ones like that. There's a bathroom I love right them, here. yeah. So that where oh, that shit, star is, man. that's that's a bathroom. And then there's a little mini section of the garage where the golf cart that you saw earlier that had the flames on. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, where yeah, that yeah. goes, all the way back there. And now in the middle, he's got a big uh, uh, battery plug-in for the Taycan. So it parks here. And then he's got spaces there. And he's going to have to sell a car or to to make space for the two cars that are being built. Is that so, according yeah. to you, to your mom? <laughs> like oh, that? Man. How did she feel about this most importantly? Um, you know, for the most part she's pretty cool with it, but like when he gets That's pretty good. ridiculous, um <laughs> my she she's gotten pissed because uh like for example the Taycan, um you know, he 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 bought that the day before Mother's Day and didn't really talk to her about it until like the oh, Friday shit. before, and that was a whole shit show right there. Um, <laughs> yeah, you never yeah. do that. You never yeah. do that. So to the anyway, that was so that's you know. Uh, but you know the fun thing is if something happens to my dad, guess who gets those cars? <laughs> so they're not my old man's cars. got a classic as well. Yeah. I mean, it's in the best condition, but it's an Australian muscle car, right? Supercharged. Okay. Everything right? It's called. Have you heard of Holden? Oh yeah, I was going to ask if it's a Holden. Yeah, it's a Holden. Uh, yeah, of course, it's nice. a VX supercharged uh, oh, S limited edition cherry red, bro. I mean, it looks brand new. It's a two thousand and one model car, but it it is man. He takes care of it like like uh, you don't understand. It's perfect, but actually, you do because look at your dad. But your dad's got a whole car yard, pretty much of cars. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, that's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah, my mom is right. Yeah, no, there's she gets she gets a little hmm about it, but anyway, that's yeah. that's neither here nor there. So when I go to the lake house, I sometimes I go out in the garage and I take pictures. So what I may do this next time is I may take a quick video and put it up here. And you must have had a cool talk. upbringing, dude. Um, my dad didn't start this until well after what? I was graduated and and no, died. are you telling yeah. me this was a midlife crisis type of deal? I wouldn't say crisis. <laughs> no, like, not crisis. I'm using that term sort of a so bit, the way you know, blown out. the way I classify it is this: um, you know, my dad worked hard his entire life. 
Um, I graduated, I think, um, and then a year or two later, my sister was getting ready to graduate. And he got that Prowler was his first car that he got. Right. That was, you know, the thing for him that wasn't a daily driver. You know, he sac- he didn't go on trips. He didn't go hunting. He didn't do a lot of stuff for him. He because he made sure he was at our, we were at baseball games and all that kind of stuff. So everything he did was poured into our education, poured into making sure we had roof over our head. Like my dad did a lot. He, he could have done a lot more and he could have done that, but he didn't because he was doing that kind of thing for us as a family. Right. right. And so Absolutely. that Prowler, the reason why the Prowler hasn't gone yet is because that was his first car for him. You know, and he liked it. He always wanted one and it had the flames on it. He's like, if it ever saw, because it was a, a weird purple color. He says, if there was ever one with flames, I'd get it. And then he had to kind of put his money where his mouth was because there was one with flames. And <laughs> and so, and he had that, that was his only car for a really long time. And then when they moved to Tyler and they started building the lake house, he had plans for the garage. And that's when he started getting other cars. And then it just became well, I'm rotating. The, like he had a few cars that he rotated in and out for a while. Like he had a '46 uh, Chevy pickup truck, white with blue and red on there, and it looked amazing. It was in a very patriotic car, but it leaked all the time because at first he was all he wanted original, restored original, right? And then he realized, well, those cars leak. They don't have AC. They don't have power yeah, steering. Yeah, that's you know, kind of like that. Yeah, that Thunderbird. That's another thing. No power steering. Oof. Yeah, like that Thunderbird doesn't have. It's it's a it's a it's restored original like as if it rolled off the, the it'd be a know, freaking factory. boat then <laughs> and i drove that car and yeah without power steering and it's it's Oof. a even though it's not a big car it drives like a big car yeah you know, nah, i hate that, that man so after the thunderbird and some of the other stuff he's like no i'm gonna go resto mod where i can put modern stuff but still keep the theme of the car so hence oh, yeah, the, sure the, you know that's why that 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 bare metal hot rod i showed you that's why it went away you know, for for reasons like that, and he didn't want. He's tired of messing with carburetors, so he can just get fuel injection. He wanted right. AC, carburetors are a bitch these know, days, bro. Power for steering, sure. all that fun stuff. So now he's got these things like the the thirty six, the fifty seven. You know, the the Corvette. All those are they have the original theme of the car, but they have modern touches in them of the AC, right, right. power steering, and all that kind of stuff. And that's more of where he's at with it now. And these builds is would it you know, cost quite a bit to convert those type of cars into power steering? No, no, it's just an no? add-on. You can you really can, like yeah, there's bolt-on pieces you can get and throw so you can throw a power steering pump or sometimes like on one or two of the cars he on the Nomad he's got an electric power steering. Um, no shit, so it's that simple, really. It's not even that much of a hassle. I've never no, really looked into that with power especially steering, especially yeah. when you go electric with your power steering because it's just a little node that you attach to the electrical system and you can put it anywhere and it's uh, not that big. That's it's it. So like, the computer does everything, then basically, right. once you add that, oh, that's interesting. yeah, because it, so it's not big, unlike a where you get pneumatic power steering, you have to add a pump and reservoir right, and all right. that kind of stuff, yeah, right? Right, and he for the oil keep, and shit, yeah. So you want to keep the engine bay clean. So he went with an electric, you know, power steering right, to make right. it a lot. It's smaller and a lot easier to bolt on and, and it's out of the way and it's not taking away from the engine. And so, you know, that's that's how he handled some of those cars in that aspect, too. Um, and, they, and like some that were, you know, had carburetors, you can make fuel and they make fuel injection. Yeah. How would you do that, that with look, carburetors? Yeah, they make they make. Well, you can convert it, and then but they also would you have to engine swap though to do that per se? Mm -hmm. No, no, you can you because here's the thing 
all you're doing is replacing how the, the head, gets. the head and shit. Yeah. No, well, not even that. You just yeah, because remember the carburetor is on top of the engine, right? Yeah, it's, right. It's, There's it. the round thing right on top. Yeah. Like. So all you're doing is replacing how the fuel gets in there from you know you're injecting the fuel instead of it distributing from the. Carburetor. So that means you would have to change the top end of the motor then, right? Pretty much. Not, not even. They make adapters now, and that's what, what that's what that's what I was going to tell you. They make fuel injection um, that looks like carburetors. So you put them where no the way, dude. Yeah, you don't even have to change the carburetor mount because they make fuel injection ports that will fit on that and run way better. Um, <laughs> Todd, yeah, we're going to talk about Crown Jewel, but, you know, eh, yeah. You know, why do we have to talk about Crown Jewel? I forgot we're even on the air for a moment, man. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'll swear. Because we're gonna talk art and all that fun stuff. So, but yeah, I guess we should probably talk wrestling. But you know, no, th- we probably should. I didn't even realize, man. You know, yeah. it, it felt like you, you know, our conversation. Todd, we have off to the do air. our uh, usual <laughs> hour of bullshit before we start talking wrestling. Todd, remember, it's still a smack attack. Hey, show. it's his show, by the way. He's not me. I right. go with what John wants. We, but <laughs> we talk our usual. Um, we talk our usual hour of shit before we talk wrestling. Come on, Todd. How long have you been here? You know this by now, baby. Come on. <laughs> yeah, you should know but this by now, right? We will talk this now, but I mean, I you know, that's so... Well, I, ben, even Ben Schlomo likes his talk. Yeah, like, who wants to talk wrestling? It's uh, a good question, but Ben pays us to talk wrestling, so we need to do it. That's true, that's ben true. Ben pays us for... We're not uh, here to he, talk cars. Maybe we yeah. should be doing a car show. <laughs> All right. No. Well, I guess here's... Let's talk Let's Your talk dad would be a great interview, actually, dude. Oh, look, I've been wanting to do, get him on for a while just to have for fun. Why don't you do that? Like, do that. I'm not saying for the smack attack. Well, I mean, he, yeah. You yeah. should do like the show, like one-off show about, yeah. you know, his racing days. I'd love to hear this, man. Dude, he's he's a trip, man. I mean, just, you know, his life in general. <laughs> Growing up with an alcoholic dad who fought in World War II, and then his mom became an alcoholic. He, he grew up? Are you talking about his dad? Your grandfather? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No yeah. shit. So he had a hard like upbringing, basically. Obviously, at thirteen, oh, especially 14, that generation, yeah. they all pretty much did right. Yeah, uh, shot in the leg at Okinawa, from what we think and we know. Your dad, uh, my grandfather. Oh, your grandfather. Yeah. So you never, you never knew him, like. Well, no, he was shot in the leg. He survived. Right. Um, okay. And then came back to Hector, uh, Minnesota, small town, and burned through every job because he was drinking because of, you know, the wars it, and shit. It, right. Alcoholism was always. A part of my dad's family, but it expedited it because of the war, the PTSD, and all that. Oh, hundred percent, man! And my Birth grandfather or... was in World War Two as well. He was a yeah. pilot, man. Yeah, and he because... fought in Africa. So, yeah, my my grandfather on my mom's side, he was a P fifty one pilot, and 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 was getting ready to go to Japan when they ended the war. So, like, he was Fuck. he was all that, but you know, it was, uh, you know, then he went through burned through every job in small town Minnesota. And in order for them to survive, they had at 13, 14 years old, my dad had to uproot his life in Minnesota and move to Texas because my grandmother, her side of the family, she had family who lived in Texas and Tyler, and that's where they ended up. Right. And, and, you know, and then from what happened from there, um, you know, it's definitely a a really interesting story. Um, And, you know, it's, it's like, I want to do it, if anything else, just to record it and to have something fun and neat. You know, to have had talked to my dad about to hear his life story, and I think it's an incredible life story. Um, but at the same time, too, where to fit that in, I don't know. Um, it's it's been on my brain a lot, you know, especially my dad's seventy five. 
I'll be 45 this year. You know, um, as as he gets older, it's like, you know, I want to I want to preserve his story. I want to preserve his story. My dad just hit 70, man. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's the one thing, man. As beautiful as life is, man. Once you start getting older, man, it's just kind of. You know how yeah. it is, man. I don't I even mean, want to get into that because it depresses me. But like, yeah, it's tough seeing family get older, man, and shit like that. When it was like yesterday, yeah, when everything yeah. was so like you know everyone was young per se. You know what I mean? It's we were all there once. It's we true, man. And now we're in our forties, Johnny. <laughs> drives me nuts, bro. Like, I'll be, how the fuck? I'll be forty-five on the twenty-second. So. That's crazy. You don't look forty-five, man. People say I don't look forty-one now. Fuck, but. Yeah, man. It's I hate the fact that we're in our forties, bro. Uh, I don't care. I'm I'm at this point. I'm just like, yeah. Hey, I know I'm a dude life. that's pushing sixty, and you wouldn't even know it, bro. Yeah, I, I was shocked. I was like, no way, you're fifty eight. Here, let me show <laughs> like, you a picture you know of my dad recently, and um, you know, people are gonna be like, no way, your dad's seventy five. All right, let's see. Is he? He this looks is... fit, bro. Like, does he? Does he like go on jogs or anything like that? Oh yeah, he runs a good bit. So yeah, that's why. Um, he looks very healthy, man. second. Okay, so this is this is last year, uh, Christmas. Let me hang on, percent share screen. Do that. So I don't know why his eyes are closed because he's a goofball. We told him. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so there's my mom. She's 67, 68. My dad's seventy five. They're about seven years apart. Jacob's right there. Uh, that's my nephew Carter. That's my nephew Graham. That's Isabel. That's Ellie, and that is Elise. So they're all the grandkids, pretty much. That's all the grandkids. So, so that's your 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 kids' first cousins, obviously. Also, yeah. so they're your sister's kids, right? Yeah, obviously. So one, two, uh, Carter, Graham, and Ellie are all brother and sister from Erica. They all have red okay. hair, and Isabel and Elise <laughs> are my nieces from my sister Stacy, who's five years younger okay. than me. So, but yeah, this is dad last year. So 75, 74, uh, in that picture. And, uh, you know, mom's 68, 67. Your mom's, I mean, she looks a lot younger, man, than 67. I'm I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But she's serious. I'm dead serious. Yeah. No, like they, they take care of themselves. They, they do the work. Um, (laughs) what? Uh, they're just being polite, Jimmy. Yeah. Um, anyway, well, let's let's talk wrestling. Uh, Jimmy, I guess the question is: Was there anything from SmackDown the night before that you felt like we needed to talk about? Honestly, I didn't even bother watching it, man. Okay, I actually didn't even bother. You pretty much yeah. threw me off it from last week when you were telling me I didn't realize it was a taped one. And I thought, eh. yeah, from Milwaukee, but apparently, man. right? And apparently, there was some significant. I mean, I guess the Cena stuff. Was kind of significant. That's about it. Really, you had Kevin Owens on? versus uh, Austin Theory to continue that. Um, Did uh, Roman Logan make Paul. an appearance on the second one? Mm, let's see. I, that's what I'm looking at right here. Oh yes, he did. Um, he okay. opened the show. Um, so he had La Knight and Roman, and he comes out and they jibber jabber. Um, you know, you had uh, the, they had you had Kevin Owens versus Austin Theories in a match. Uh, Piper Niven and Chelsea Green versus Shotzi and Char- Charlotte Flair. Leftover from the week before when uh, Chelsea was I like, that, right? oh, no, you, you got to find somebody in Charlotte. And, the, and Shotzi and Charlotte win. 
Um, then you you had Solo makes his way down with Paul Heyman. So this was this was an interesting segment, and they do all that you know. Paul Heyman talks. Um, Solo takes the mind and asks Heyman, "Why is he wasted time talking to them, talking to the people? He didn't come down to talk to them. He came to talk to John Cena, and John Cena's music hit, and he does this whole scratchy voice, like, uh, and like, <laughs> bro, it happened literally three hours ago. Okay, but stop trying to make it sound like it's a week. He says it's only going to take a ninety seconds to cook him. Um, he says he will say goodbye <laughs> to them. He will he will say goodbye for them. Cena says the only reason Solo has a job is because of his cousin." And we all see him walking around thinking he's an enforcer when he's nothing but a bargain basement Taz ripoff. Um, yeah, I was surprised that he said that, dude. Like, I mean, yeah. well, Taz isn't in WWE anymore. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Of all people to bring up, like, I guess because well, he does the whole state. towel thing, and you know, right? He does, you know, uh, and he tells Solo to tape his thumb very tight because the only place it's getting stuck at Crownsville is up his ass. And then, and yeah, yeah. that's about nice. He saw that and draw it, and you know. So that's about 90 seconds. Drops the mic and heads out. Um, you had damage control with Bianca. You had a Donnie Brook match, pretty deadly, uh, facing the Brawling Brutes. And in a match that was tailor made for the Brawling Brutes, the uh, pretty deadly wins. Just again, you know, just making. And this one went on pretty long. I think it was a two segment match. Um, really? Yeah. Uh, pretty deadly goes for the. They get the win out of this one. It was a fun match, but you know, you would have thought. That brawling because this was a Donnie Brook match and they had you know bars set along the table and you know whiskey barrels and you know bottles and all that kind of stuff um, you know stuff like that. Uh, people were asking why uh, just to be uh, going cool. crap. Well, what Walter wasn't on Crown Jewel and uh, apparently there's visa issues and he's not allowed to leave due to residency regulation. So that's why he wasn't really. On Crown Jewel. Yeah, that's why he wasn't on the card. That's um, interesting. Yeah, so uh, Nick Aldis... Only because if he was, got into the United States, which is hard to get into, you know what I mean? How yeah, does he not get into yeah. Saudi Arabia? But anyway, sorry, continue. But it's it's about leaving, and, you know, he's he, I don't know if he's a for, he's a foreign national in the States working. So there's probably... Oh, okay, so he's not an American that. citizen? Because he, ma- he married mm-hmm. an American, didn't he? I don't know if he did or not. I didn't think he did. I thought he married... It was a, a risk... I don't know. Well, she's a wrist. She was a WWE wrestler too in NXT. I forgot her was name, it? but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but then we had the dumbest shit I've ever saw, <laughs> and they tried to make it look like they were in Saudi Arabia for this shit. Um, with Nick Aldis, really? Um, for the way in, yeah, yeah, it was the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Um, if anything, I want to talk about this because it was complete and utter. Hey, crap. funny, Taz just tweeted just now, just quietly. It came up okay. on my phone. You can't see me. Nice. <laughs> I'm just nice. saying it just came up as on my phone. I'm like, wow, how's that? But anyway, yeah. continue. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you had this weigh in for Rey Mysterio versus Paul uh, Logan Paul. And um, oh, my God, it was just so dumb. They had a scale and Logan Paul sits on it. And he weighs 200. And he says, Exactly 213 pounds. Ray Mysterio weighs in at 175 pounds. <laughs> and they face off and then they take the scale off and they're all right, gentlemen, time for a face off. And you know, Logan taps Ray on the head like a little pat, like, hey little buddy. And he has one thing to say. And then Logan Paul uh, and then Ray slaps Logan Paul in the face. And just like the match before, he takes the microphone and pops Logan Paul in the face with the microphone. And then they, they take off, you know, like in this <laughs> boxing match. So yeah. They did that, and they tried to make it look like 
they were in Saudi Arabia because they had the crown jewel logo and they had, you know, you could you could see people and they kind of looked like olive colored skin people taking pictures and stuff, but like it wasn't <laughs> Come super on, bro. Quick. Yeah, it was it was the shits, Jimmy. It was oh the Oh my god. Look, go look it up. It was, you know, uh, and this was on SmackDown. Yes. Yes. Yes, Lab Rat, we're talking wrestling. So there you go. No. <laughs> I, yes, I, I, yes, uh, Ball. I, I did see. I have watched UFC, but it's this whole like making us think they're having a SmackDown, and then in twenty less than twenty four hours they're going to be in Saudi Arabia at like flying over there. Like Nick Aldis was just in the back at Milwaukee, and all of a sudden he's in Saudi Arabia doing like a weigh in. You know, and he says I have to go do a weigh in, and it was just. Complete and utter shit and dumb. Stupid like, end. why are you having a weigh in for Rey Mysterio and Logan Paul? It's the US, dumb man for the U.S. Championship belt. Like, right? Like, <laughs> like when did it matter about weigh ins too? Like, suddenly, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I know. Like, yes, and I know we have weight, but like, so okay, ball. Here, I'm just gonna call you ball because it's whatever. Um, I have watched UFC, but the reason why the 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 way it exists is because you have weight classes like this would make sense in new japan where they have a junior heavyweight and a heavyweight right so if you have a junior heavyweight and he is over i think two was it 203 pounds jimmy and for for you have to be yeah yeah, or, yeah you have to be pounds or less in new japan uh, less sorry yeah yeah no you have to be that Not or over, less yeah yeah if you're over you're now considered like there is the open weight too there is open weight where junior can face a heavy and vice versa. But if you're going to be a junior heavyweight in New Japan, so then the weigh-in makes a lot more sense. Um, this just, it doesn't make sense because there's never been a need for a weight division unless you had the cruiserweight championship. Right, they did yeah. that. They did that with Buddy Murphy because everyone's like, there's no way Buddy Murphy's uh, 203. <laughs> and so they did it that one time. And they're like, oh, he's right at 203. And like, you're like bullshit. That's bullshit. bullshit. Exactly. Like he was way bigger than most of those guys, man. Yeah, during that time, like, man, and huge. He was huge. So, like, this didn't make sense. I get, it. and I know you said Hollywood and Ron Sapp, but still, like, this is just another way to do a contract signing without doing a contract signing. But it doesn't make sense in the WWE, right? And you wanted to break apart, and yes, you did the whole thing that Logan Paul just did with the other guy. Who smacked him in the face with the microphone? <laughs> so let's do it again in w in wrestling. Let's. I mean, you're not even doing original things. You're recreating stuff that's already happened with Logan Paul. And if you saw that with Logan Paul, why are you watching it now on WWE TV? Makes so sense. they can say they did it on their show too, right? I mean, yeah, this is very AEW esque, actually, yeah. with their style of booking, bro. Yeah, which is it's, odd. It's, it was weird. It was weird. Then we had the main event, which is Bianca Belair versus Bailey. And Bailey said, Oh, maybe I have, uh, like beforehand, they were talking. It's like, Maybe I beat Bianca and I take her out. And then I wrestle you at Crown Jewel. Huh? I'm just joking. I'm just joking. No, no, no I'm not going to do I'm that. I'm just joking. Yeah. And then, and then we find out Nick Aldis says that damage control is banned from ringside. And so, um, you know, that happened. And then, so basically, Bianca Belair wins because, you know, there's nobody to help her. And um, and then as they're going, as SmackDown's going off the air, Bailey rushes outside the ring and Bianca gets her with a KOD onto the announce table. And that was the end of the show. Um, yeah, whatever. 
Uh, that sounds deal. like I'm glad I missed it. Yeah, there wasn't much. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a lot of talkie talkie. And the I will say this: no walkie talkie. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> John Cena segment was probably the best. The LA Knight Roman segment was not that great. Really? Um, and then I would say the pretty deadly Brawly Brutes match was a lot of fun, and but it ate up a lot of time too. So it did. Well, Lit. they've been feuding now for quite a while. When you think about it, yeah, right? yeah. Um, was it a good match though? Yeah, I I enjoyed it. Like I enjoyed it. It was something different. Um, you know, I enjoyed that. Oh, and apparently, um, there was a segment with Karrion Cross that was supposed to be on the part of the November third episode, but it was that was taped on October twenty seventh, but it got cut. Um, Interesting. Is we that were a bad Cross omen? Scarlet make their return, but it was cut because um, it didn't make any sense uh, for <laughs> any of those involved. So, you know. The way they're know. doing Cross right now, dude, I feel like it's going to bite him in the butt where they're going to blame him. Look, maybe it is his fault, and I don't want to say it is, but, I mean, they've given you chances before. I mean, do you think at this point it's time to blame the character, as in the guy that plays it in Karen Cross? Or is it WB's booking of him? You know what I mean? That's I think really it's bad. a little bit of both. I think it's kind of right. like Lance at AEW. Lance doesn't stand up for himself enough. Doesn't speak out. Doesn't is that facts? Is that has he told you that? Like, have you asked? He hasn't him this told me that, before? but I know. I but knowing him as a person, right? Like he won't. He won't do that. You know, he's, he does he's come across as too much of a nice guy for real, man. You're right. That's why I'm. It, I'm interested that you said that. You know, like just just knowing the man and knowing like he will work his ass off for somebody, but not necessarily like okay. Behind behind the scenes, right? G1's coming to Dallas. Lance isn't right. booked anywhere on the card. He's not even going to be on the card, but yet he's working his ass off, selling tickets, you know, signing stuff, doing all those kind of things today. Uh, for New to Japan. For New Japan, right? Wow. In the hopes of maybe they would put him on the card in Dallas because it's his hometown. Right. Right. Well, I mean, he kills it. He crushes it. He does. I mean, absolutely. He, he goes like, I helped him get on some radio shows. He went on one of the lo- biggest stations here in town. The, the ticket they had guys who talked wrestling every now and then, and I con- connected with those guys, and he got to be on that show. Like him and Rocky Romero talked about it, and of course he made fun of Rocky because you know the whole huh. bit of him and Rocky are going to have the cage match and all that fun stuff. Um, so um, he got to be on that show. I helped him connect with some other people to do things. And eventually New Japan said, you know what? You've done a great job. You're not going to be on the Dallas show. You're going to be in the G1. Um, and, I, and so because he busted his ass, but right. he did not, he did not politic to be on the show or anything. He was just going to let things happen. Like that's how, that's kind of how he is a little bit is he just kind of lets things happen and, and, you know, and hopes for the best me. basically. Yeah. You know, uh, cause, uh, you know, I don't know if he had a, you know, I don't know if he had like a bad experience. I know he had a bad experience in WWE. He's talked about that. Oh, like, that was bad. TNA, bro. Anyone can tell you that. And all that. But, you know, I just. Tina, he had know. a decent run, though, man, with his yeah. little crew. But, but, but still, it's like, you know, he's never, I don't think he's ever been a politicker. He's been a really nice guy. Um, but, uh, you know, but, well, Retro Rocker Review, we're about to spoil it because we're going to be talking Crown Jewel here in a second. Um, but I think, you know, honestly, it goes back to the idea that, you know, that there, there are some people in this business, that's how they are. 
Um, one last thing I want to talk about, and I meant to talk about this earlier. So there's talks of at uh, the Sam Hain, NWA Sam Hain pay-per-view, there was a cocaine spot with um, uh, the sinister minister, James Mitchell. Um, really? And that, yeah. Apparently he was doing cocaine on the table and some other people were. Wait, is this is, legit now? Is like, he oh, like no, he got busted? A, was, no, like it was a segment on the pay-per-view. Like okay, they're, right. they're there and like, I don't know. I don't know. It was, it was, yeah, but it wasn't real coke or anything like that, right? I don't look, they, surely not because, but it was a pay per view. And there's like, you can go and Google it and you can find the whole. I want to see this. Uh, you know, um, the you ECW know. original James Mitchell and TNA actually, you know, yeah, he's kind the of done minister. the Sinister Minister, right? He kind of yeah. done a lot with TNA as well. Yeah. Him and Abyss um, were great together. All right. Here we go. I'm, look, I'm going to just go ahead and share it. Please. Let's, let's see. Share screen. Cooking spot. Share. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us yet again. This is from Twitter, so it looks like shit. Center oh. of the cob, Father James Mitchell. Oh, no way. <laughs> Whoa, they're <laughs> partying. What? Oh, my God. God, it seemed to be having a pretty good time. Yeah, it, really, this is so it, bad, oh, bro. Okay, all right. Well, it's definitely pay per view, folks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey, this is what NWA are doing, doing bro. Wow. This is on their latest pay per view. I kind of want to go up to that suite. Hey, maybe they're what just enjoying. That? I don't know, but I thought we were supposed to hear from Father James yeah, Mitchell, but I think he's a little busy, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. He is partying up with the ladies yeah, and uh, good time. Oh, the God. newly formed Miserably Faithful. I thought that they would just be down in the dumps yep. and really depressed, but obviously they they must have talked to Father James yeah, Mitchell. Yeah, they don't even look too bad. There's not a lot of talking. There's not a lot of talking. Literally a little high as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> he plays that so, role pretty well, but the question that was is, silly, you, though. Um, <laughs> like, no matter what you're snorting, whether it was real or not, shit, putting stuff up <laughs> your nose is not fun. But still, uh, do, do you think this could affect their their deal with CW? That's well, the real question. in a way, I hope it does. You know why? Because you got to be a bunch of idiots to even think about doing, if it's a storyline, or maybe... <laughs> Maybe that is a rib, dude. Think about it. It could be. I yeah, mean, but you're, you just signed a deal with CW and it's on your pay-per-view. Why would you do something like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I have no Rock. idea. Yeah, that's definitely James Mitchell's idea. It definitely well, is. Well, Mr. Sinister Minister, you suck, pal. And you've been in the in the business for how many years? You should know better uh, than that. It wasn't Jade. Uh, it was... That was uh, B-Fab. 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 It was B-Fab Ball. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I missed that. Hero. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, to me, no, it seems just... like a really dumb idea to do when you just signed with CW and you're going to put that on your pay-per-view. Like, Unless the network's going to let them do whatever the fuck they feel like it. then I don't. They, you can't do that on TV. I know. That's what I'm saying. You can't out like that on TV. Unless, and they wouldn't you know, be happy, even if it's a pay-per-view and it's not on their network. That would still piss them off, I guarantee it. Because yeah, because NWA is it's you're gonna be associated with the CW and all that. I don't know. Right. Who knows? Who knows? Um that's yeah. just dumb shit, bro. It's that's what you call shit. lazy, dumb, dopey. Like that's clearly just, these guys don't have any ideas, man. That's just the inmates running the asylum and being stupid <laughs> at this point. That's really what it is. Does Corbin right, even talk- give a shit though? Like, let's be honest. Uh, look. 
unless he deferred to, I don't know, unless he, or he didn't know. I don't know what I don't know what the fuck's going on over there. I just saw that. I don't even really watch <laughs> NWA, but I saw that and I was like, ooh. Um, well, okay, Crown Jewel. Let's talk about it. We are at the Mohammed Abdu Arena in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. <laughs> brand new arena built in Saudi Arabia for that's brand new. This purpose, yeah. So this this is a, this is they this is where they had the. Uh, Fight last week, the UFC fight. Tyson Fury. Oh, the, oh, between the, the Tyson, uh, Volkanovski. Yeah. No, no, um, no. Yeah, the Tyson Fury one. That's the one. Um, yeah, the Tyson Fury Francis, one was there. Yeah, it was there. And Ghana. Yeah, with Ghana, and they said this is a brand new arena they just built. Um, Are you telling me that looks fight. brand new? Does that look brand new to you though? Like when you think about it, that looks sort of old style the way it was, and it doesn't look that big either, dude. When you think about it. Um, there's only no, two I, sort of us, uh, uh, what do you call right? Because remember, they were giant stadiums, in, right? And, and so now, this is a fighting arena, like it's a fighting it's arena, literally built for fighting, not right. for like basketball or any other sort of indoor sport, right? Yeah, so like okay. it's, it's for that kind of thing, and, and it's an indoor arena rather than right being it wasn't outside the stadium, in, the, in the stadium and sweating your balls off in a desert. <laughs> Oh, so, dude, they looked hot in there anyway, but I'm sure there, there would be AC in there. No, no doubt oh, no, about yeah, it. That, yeah, because, you know, they wet themselves down and all that kind of stuff. So <laughs> yeah. um, it was big. It's a big difference than being outside. Uh, so uh, on commentary, we had Michael Cole and Wade Barrett for the night. And, of course, we had a video just to hype it up. But we opened the show, and I was surprised by this, um, with the WWE Championship match of Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre. <laughs> um, so... Hey Jimmy, how about we just do this? We talk. We talk about the show. Is there anything that we we thought about in this match that stood out, or anything along those lines? We don't have because you know if somebody hasn't seen it yet or whatever, we could do that. But we will give the well, results at the end. If you if you're tuning into us, you should have watched the show. Put it that right. way. But uh, yeah, you know, spoiler alert. I guess um, you know but you're honestly, right. People would have been sleeping more than likely during the. Or doing whatever, because it was during the day for you, right? It was on yeah, it was, late it was, in it the was, morning for me. So I think pre-show started at 11, and there was a pre-show match, and I don't remember what that was. Um, and then, yeah, For me, it started at 3 a.m., the pre-show, and then yeah. the card proper started at 4 a.m. Yeah. And, and like, it started at noon my time. Um, I know there was a pre-show match, but I don't remember what oh, it was. Oh, yeah, it was Sami Zayn against uh, Big Head uh, McDonough. Oh yeah, big hit with that. And Zane won, um, like yeah, that's pretty right. easily. I think that's the first time in a while we've had a pre-show match. I can't remember the last yeah. time we've had a, a pre-show. I match. was surprised. I was shocked, man. Uh, yeah, he came out like, you know how he's happy now that he's in Saudi Arabia. You know how he used to be against yeah. it. He's coming out with his, you know, Muslim robe and shit, like. He full played it up, dude. Like, yeah. Like, I mean. But he did it last year, too. Mushallah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he was going crazy, bro. Like, like yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to forget for the last 10 years that I said, fuck you to Saudi Arabia. And, <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> hey, look hey, I love you guys. You know why? Because suddenly Saudi Arabia is cool with Syria now. You know what I mean? So, in his eyes, Saudi Arabia is cool with Syria. He's cool with Saudi Arabia and, and Prince Salman. Doesn't that sound like a salmon? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> salmon. An Arabic way to say salmon. So I shouldn't uh, have to find that out. <laughs> Jimmy, was there anything in the in, in this match that really stood out to you? But like for me, the only thing that stood out that this was just a solid match. Like Dude, um, this be real. It sucked at first. The first half of the match was yeah. crap. 
it was later on that it picked up, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it was a solid match, but I think that was the purpose. It was a build, right? You had Seth and Drew, both baby faces, working their way, trying to figure out what to do and how to do go for it. And um, you know, and then you just build and you build and you build. You know, you had a superplex, you had the future shock GDT that people are kicking out of, and all that kind of stuff. And so you're building and you're building, you're building, and um, and I think this is how you go from you know, and Manu, this is the first, this is the first match of the night too. So you're setting the pace for the rest of the night. And I feel like they kind of did a good job with that, you know. Didn't come out just, you know, doing heavy, crazy shit right off the bat. They built, you know. I mean, it was a slow start. It was There was some, yeah, okay. And then it built and built and built. And um, and it went from there. So, um, and, then, uh, and then I think, you know, the thing about it, though, um, I think that the bigger thing about this was that, yes, Seth still won, but we saw Damian Priest come out with the briefcase and he wants to cash it in and the ref's about to ring the bell, but someone in black attacks Priest from behind and throws him to the ring post and it's Sammy and he takes the money in the bank briefcase and he jumps a barricade as Damian Priest follows him. So, because uh, that was speculation that Damian Priest is going to cash in at Crown Jewel mm. and... You know, we have Sammy saying he's going to fight them. And then, okay, so, sure, he's hops into the crowd and everybody's like, yeah, oh my God, it's Sammy's lead. And, and <laughs> off he goes. You know, we so we got that pop. Um, match was solid, but I it, I feel like the match was the setup for, you know, the post-match interaction. For the future. And for the future. Right, and I think these two will have another matchup. Right. You think so? Do you think be, they'll do Drew yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and stuff again? Because there was nothing 100%. in the match that, that caused it to, to like I feel like Seth won. I feel like that's good he because did. there was no like judgment day interference or anything. So like there's no reason to go back to it, especially because they're both baby. So like to do another baby baby well, doesn't make a lot of sense. Drew Drew's sort of in this cusp of turning hill, if Man, you know what I mean. Turn, he, turn you don't think so? No, I just I don't see it. I don't think you can they're do teasing it. it. I don't, look, it, it's not believable. Can he be a badass? Yes. Can he be a heel? I don't. I don't see that at all. I don't. I want to see, see that though. I want to see some range because have we really seen him? I know he debuted pretty much as a heel originally when I'm talking about back years ago Dude. when he was the chosen one to Vince. Pretty much, yeah. Mm. <clears throat> but he was young then. He didn't understand the business properly and whatnot. Now I want to see if he can pull it off mm. as a real piece of shit type of heel or arrogant heel even maybe i think he, if he if he's able to pull it off i think he'd be a great heel dude see that's where i disagree if he's gonna be a heel he's got to be that badass brock lesnar type heel he, oh, he can't, i don't know about he, brock style but i can see no. him being he reminds me of Bret hart a little bit the way he's slowly turning if if that's what's going on if but you understand what i mean by that because I he's do. talking truth and others don't like trust what he's saying. If that makes sense, right? Really but he's speaking got, the truth. He's got to have the bad, but he because of the way he's built, he's got to have that badass muscle to back it up. Like that's the thing. Oh, for sure, he, he can't be a chicken shit heel. He can't be nah, whatever. Suit him. Like he he has to be that. Like okay, let's say let's say this. A mixture of Bret Hart, where he's, speak, he's speaking truth and people don't like it because he's being too real or, or right. without any tact. But then he anybody who wants to step with him, he fucks him up. You know, like he, he, you know, I think there's that mixture of the two that could make him a really good heel if he goes that route. But 
he's been such a baby face for so long. Can he pull that off? That's the real question. That's what I yeah. That's exactly what I want to know because I don't know either. But if he can, I think he'd be a good one if he can because he's just got that look of that he can pull off that sh- smugness type of see, uh, guy. I don't if you know, know what if I mean. He can. I don't know if he can. But but that's it. I, that, I, that's what I'm iffy about too. That's why I'm curious. But I, you're right. I, I'm not sure he can either. But because the thing is, he's. He's a likable guy, John. You know what I mean? Like you, you can tell him as a person seems like a cool dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, and I don't know. Did, yeah, time will the tell. Video, you did the video package with him and Bianca Belair and LA Knight, like helping the kids and all that fun stuff. So I just, I don't, I can't see this being a where he, you know, we're going to turn him heel. I just, I just don't see it for those reasons because he's he makes. He makes you too much money as a babyface, Jimmy. And is and he really a big money maker? You think, but I think he would be more so than a heel. Uh yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, as a heel, unless you're a he's cool heel, gonna, he's not gonna make you money as a heel, Jimmy. He's not gonna make you money as a heel. But I feel like they need another sort of big heel right now in, in the company, dude. I mean, when you think about it, look at the heel side. I'm ta- there's a few, but I'm talking about a main event heel. You know what I mean? Walter. Yeah, but that's on the raw side. I'm I'm talking more. So, and Walter's more like a cool heel, man. You know well, what Drew, I mean? People well, like him. He's not. He's a he's No, no, a no. Heel. I'm saying to the fan base, like people are going to like the guy. Well, Roman's one of those guys too. There's nothing you can do too. about that. He, Walt, people like him even though the fact he, he even treats the people like shit, but they're just whatever. People are going to react how they want to react. <laughs> Um, but the European the, arrogance, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, um, Drew's on the raw side anyway, either. So you know, oh, if true, you're, talking, you're right. Yeah, you, you know, it's because this was Seth versus Drew. Uh, true, uh, true, Drew. true. So uh, you know, the Miz, the Miz is great because he can go either way. They kind of turn the his Miz, face a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's a tweener these days, dude. I'm not sure what the fuck they. You know, they, he's going well, like you said, heel face. He's, yeah, it's kind know. of indifferent at the moment. Sort of yeah. in a purgatory sort of thing. Yeah, but I mean, it's um, I don't know, I don't know. Anyway, I, that was the business of this. Um, uh, you know, but we and then we also had a, a backstage segment where we see an angry Drew McIntyre. Rhea, Rhea Ripley walks up to Drew, shrugs and gives that, him that soldier so look and walks away. That intrigues me because I don't know if you know this, but. On Raw recently, in the you know last few weeks, you see, you know, when you watch segments, right? Like, just say, for example, Cena's talking right now, right? He's talking to the camera with the with the interviewer, right? But in the background, you'll see Drew, like in the far background, you see Drew and um and Rhea Ripley talking, but you don't hear him. You just see him in the back, right. like having a friendly chat. And now they're starting to play up on it. What's going on there? Like, you know, they're acknowledging it. So I'm kind of intrigued. I mean, what does this mean? Could they be kicking Finn Balor out for Drew McIntyre? For Drew? So they're going to kick out an Irish guy for a Scottish guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just yeah. sounds, sounds yeah. uh, and, kind of funny. And Labyrinth makes an interesting point. I still see Seth as a heel. No change is no change in character. I, yeah, I would, the fans I would, turned him face, though. I would I would say this, Labyrinth. I would say the change in character is subtle. 
you know. Yeah, and his arrogance he, is not as bad anymore. Right. It's it's more about the people and more about certain things. So <laughs> therefore, it's not as you know, like uh, over the top as it was per se. Um, you know, I, I don't know. Um, but I but I know Seth what he's saying. Though. Go back. Yeah, and I, yeah. Seth could easily go back to being a heel. Right. Um, all right. So next is we have the video package typing up the women's world championship match, which is a fatal five way of Rhea was Ripley. It five or four? Was it five? Because you wow. have Rhea Ripley, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Zoe Stark, and Raquel. Oh, you're Rodriguez. right. You're right. Shit. Can I say, you're going to call me weird, but this possibly could have been the match of the night, dude. Yeah, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say I enjoyed this friggin' women's match, dude. I don't know why. Jesus Christ. I really man. did. But what was up with Rhea? I know, it's crazy. But I did. I liked it because look at the players in this match, dude. You had essentially, other than Raquel, I just don't rate it, bro. I don't know why. I just I can't stand her. Everyone else, though, are killers for women, bro. Mm. Like, I mean, literally. Like, you got Nia Jax looking like a big fat bully bro i mean and she's playing up on that shit you know what i mean and i say that in in with uh you know with positivity not in a negative sense you know it's out of respect mm. right I th i'm liking naya being this big bad bitch john like where she's just but the thing that annoys me a little bit she's very stiff with oh, her yeah. opponents and doesn't give a shit it looks like she just doesn't care you know what i mean she's just a big bad bitch and She's starting to remind me a bit of Awesome Kong-esque, sort of, the way she's being booked, if you get my drift. But I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm li I like most of these women, and they went pretty hard, dude, for a mm -hmm. four-way. Look, I will say this. I don't know. I like the match. Weird. The in, like, like, okay. The, where we're going to talk about it this. It was abrupt. Where really, no, well, it's, it's not only abrupt, but like, mm, okay. So you have... Um, um so Baszler. um wait where is it uh so zoe stark places Rhea on the top rope stark climbs up right. the second rope but Rhea, uh but Rhea hits her with the headbutt Rhea grabs zoe onto the top rope raquel goes for the cover onto Shayna, but Rhea with a ripped hide on the second rope on zoe onto raquel who then who's covering uh Shayna baszler <laughs> and then rena goes yeah. for the cover on Shayna to get the pin like that oh like reading that and having seen it was such a dangerous, convoluted ending to this match. It was like, dangerous because she went plump, like literally yeah. right on top of him, dude. There was no protecting anybody. On top anybody. of two other people who were right. you know, like, it's true. Like Raquel can't see her coming, right? I mean, it's like, ooh, okay, this is Raquel though is a bit fucking clumsy in my opinion. Though. Oh yeah, no, I'm not. Look, I'm not saying she's the main eventer and should have been in this match. She's still very green, man. In my opinion, especially comparing it to all these women, oh, she's yeah, yeah. the most greenest to me. Yeah, but here's a, here's my question, right? Why have this match if you're not going to take the belt off of Rhea? Because this has been a great opportunity for her to lose the belt, and you could push her to that mania saying, "I never lost that belt because uh, Zoe got someone else by... beat someone." Right? Yeah, you know. Um, so why not go that route? But instead. We go this convoluted, crazy, dangerous ending. And <laughs> it was pretty crazy, keep, right? We keep Rhea as champ. Like, what? I mean, what? 
then what what was this match for other than to go hey let's put five women on the card because <laughs> hey it's saudi well, arabia look how progressive they, they, we are we have five they, women on i the hate match. that dude you know what really annoyed me actually i'm glad you brought up the the how um what, what's it called um jesus the word just left my what would you say would you call it how saudi arabia is trying to be all um progressive progressive there's the word it just flew out of my mind yeah i love how you brought that up because the whole show but well, i don't want to jump ahead or anything but you point out something very interesting was just a, like an ad bro an info sort of commercial for saudi arabia bro Mm-hmm. including the WB shilling for him. You know what I mean? Look how progressive we are. Look, we've got females in the crowd. Look, we've got kids in the crowd. Look, Bin Salman, you can't even see him. Don't worry. Like, literally. <laughs> exactly. you right. Kashelgi. R.I.P. to Kashelgi. You know what I mean? Like, they mean it. Like, do you get what I mean? It's all a facade, bro. Saudi Arabia is a friggin' facade. and a mirage yeah either way it's the same shit it's it's all bullshit you know how they were showing off the city right and you see all the skyscrapers in the middle you know what what people don't know outside of that middle zone of just skyscrapers is all slums bro oh yeah no it's complete and utter and saudi arabia is not as rich as you think as a country they're very bad it's only the friggin uh you know, the monarchs over there that are rich and the oil people, the people are very poor, bro, generally. Yeah. And did you know, did you notice I didn't even announce a crowd figure for this? Because it's a paid show. Exactly. Everybody. Remember it. There was no, exactly. There was, there's no one bought tickets there, man. The public actually can't buy tickets. You're not allowed to buy a ticket. That is pretty much all of the, the the sheiks and their kids and whatnot, man. Well, it's all it's yeah. all a bullshit, bro. And they give tickets away. You can buy tickets if you're a foreigner, but if you live in Saudi Arabia, you're given tickets and you're told to go so that it looks great. Really? Like, oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no. It, it's that's like whole bit. basically a softer version of North Korea, basically. Like Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. It's that's totally what it is. And it's a bought show. They paid so much so they could have these shows. That's the whole purpose, Jimmy. That's why they don't do announcements of it uses bullshit. That's what I hate about these shows, dude. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's you know what I mean? that's why they call it blood money. You know, well, yeah, so, of course. Um, um, so yeah, so again, this this match, look, I get it was interesting, and everybody like that says, oh, it's interesting, it's great, yeah, but I liked it. I don't know why. I really did, bro. I fucking, I, I, I I'm surprised. Yes, myself. Retro Rocket, which by the way, I love this show. <laughs> Starship Troopers is it's such a, um, you know, thing for me. It's a, it's a, it's a guilty pleasure, but. You know, again, this match made no sense if you're not going to make Rhea chase, right? If you're not going to take the belt off or make her chase for for whatever you want to do. Made no sense. Um, anyway, so we have an advertisement for Survivor Series War Games. So it's not only yeah, going to be Survivor gosh. Series, it's going to be we're bringing War Games from NXT and making that as part of a Survivor Series event, which, okay, cool. Which I'm is great. I mean, it's, it's it happened last year, too. It was War Games. Did so. it? Did yeah, yeah. Remember the bloodline? Yeah, Survivor Series. The bloodline oh, against right. Sammy, yeah. Kevin Owens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, right. Oh, no, Sammy. Oh, yeah. The, the end where Sammy turned. The end with Owens. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Spot yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Because Sammy was in the bloodline and then he turned and that was the beginning of the end. Um, okay. Right. So then we had John Cena versus Solo Sokoa. Again. Like. Oof. This match like, was. Uh... 
yeah, this was, yeah. this was John Cena giving the torch to Solo Sokoa to putting over a young guy. Um, yeah, did it really work? I, I don't know. Get the story. This is the story of redemption for Cena, dude. It's going to be, he can't do it. I'm thinking of retirement. I don't know if I can do it anymore. But he's going to have that. Because f- he's not winning, dude. He's just putting people over. But surely he's going to get his redeem. He's going to redeem himself eventually. But I hope it's not one last run. Does he get one last run? Yeah, we did need a big announcement. <laughs> no, I don't think he gets another run. I think that's the point that they're trying to make. That So he's know, going to literally ride the sunset and just be a loser on his right. way out? Right. I really? Think that, you think I, that? I think that's the the point of this match is to show that he doesn't have it anymore and that Solo destroyed him. And, you know, like, especially well, with the ending. Um, when was the last which, time he won properly, dude? He hasn't really won matches. Wow, no a singles way. match. A singles match. The he, last time you won a he, singles Because remember, that was the whole um, announcement or thing, a promo two weeks ago was that. Um, you know, it's been since 2018 and 2000 days since he's wow. won the match in the singles. I didn't realize and it was that long, dude. Whoever, really? Yeah, he said it in that promo two weeks ago. And when yeah, Solo know, came but... out, he goes, Whoever comes out, they're gonna get a can of ass whooping. And then it was Solo. And then look, for look, <laughs> look, I would have been fine with anything except for the stupid goddamn Samoan spike. And then you do it over and over and over again. Oh, it was spam, dude. Like, but that's when I knew he was gonna lose. And I picked Cena, and this is the only match I got wrong. But once I saw the third Samoan spike, I knew he was done. There's no way they were gonna do that to Solo. But that 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 move is so fucking stupid. It's so fucking stupid. You know what else is stupid but funny at the same time about it, right? Do you know how he goes? I'm gonna. What are the, you know, the, the only place that thumb is going is straight up your ass, right? Yeah. Did you notice when he was coming out or he was looking at his thumb and he's like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's going to go up my ass, but yeah, like smell your thumb solo for crying out loud. And he's yeah. invoking all MAGA big time with the Samoan talk and all that. I thought all MAGA. Primo children <laughs> stuff. I agree. Retro rocket. Yeah. myself. Um, Primo, look, solo, look, solo is impressive, but his finisher makes him feel like a ridiculous character of a child with that goddamn well, Samoa spike. Do the do the Samoan drop. Make that his. If you want to tie into his heritage, make the Samoan drop his his finisher. I don't That's think it's a believable. heritage thing. It's a family thing with him because. Omaga is his dad's brother, man. Right, but Omaga also had the Samoan drop, and they, you know, and and that was a signature move. Yeah, that was that was, and but Offensika ended with Samoan drops. Let that be the case, you know. Go that route. This the even when Umaga did it, it drove me up the wall because Umaga was such a badass. And then you have where he takes a thumb and he hits people right here on the breastplate. Where you're not breaking your fucking thumb every time, and yet well, oh. that's why it's taped the way it is. So you, you know, I'm sorry, I know it's Jimmy. dumb because no, you're right. No, I, I agree with you. I, I actually do agree yeah. with you. I'm trying to give it the, the benefit of the doubt, though. I'm trying yeah. to like do him a favor and try to stick up for him. But you're right. I mean, it's dumb. Like, there's a better way to be a badass than this. And then Labrat says, "How many times can Cena get beat before a win over him means nothing?" I think Labrat. The point of this is this match. 
I think it's this more match, about Cena this match, not Solo. He's got nothing right. for Solo, man, at all. Yeah, and I and I think Labrat, this match is that indication that anything past this point, it doesn't mean anything. You know. Yeah, I feel like he really didn't do anything for Solo, but again, like I said, for me, it wasn't about Solo. It was all about Cena and right. if he can still do it. That's the yeah. story, right? I mean, I, I, that's that's the story. In the ring, could Cena still do it? I felt like. He can. Like, that's the th- but like that's the thing, right? He has the five moves of doom, uh, or six <laughs> now. True. He's got six with now, the right? with the Canadian destroyer. No, or no, or the, the punch. You're talking about the punch, the punch bullshit. The punch. Yeah, yeah. Um, because the 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 Chinese punch. Uh, <laughs> he, he's so fucking dumb, bro. It was a um, Chinese punch, wasn't it? Like something yeah, along those yeah, lines. Yeah, he, he called it wash on air or whatever. Something. Um, <laughs> but the whole point is, <laughs> but the whole point is this: Solo's not a worker. Solos are no, and that's what made this match really bad, dude. Yeah, and I mean, no one could carry this friggin' match. It was the wrong matchup, dude. John couldn't carry this match because I don't. He's at. He's past his prime. Solo couldn't carry this match because he's not a wrestler. He's a he's a brawler. And whoever booked this was bad. It's a it's a bad it's bad. No chemistry. These two, you know, the way they were wrestling, it was very robotic. Like for example, they'll do they'll explode out of nowhere. One two big moves. Then rest. Yeah. One big move again, then stop and slow down, like slow right down. And it was just not consistent. Like the match didn't have any consistency, if you know what I mean. There's no real flow. It just, and, right. Know. No flow. It was just start, stop, start, stop, start, stop. And it just felt flat. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I just, you know, honestly, for me, this is, this is one where. I think the reality is John Cena probably is done in the ring. You know, I really feel like that. It's close. It's definitely you know, close. And that's the story that they're trying to tell. Yeah. And I think, and I think Labrat, you're right. Will they have him do one more big match? Maybe, but I hope probably. not. Because, you know, but here, because here's the thing you quote unquote destroyed him in this match. And yeah, so, no, they fucking killed him, bro. Completely. You know, it almost so fucks why? his legacy a little bit, man. Why? Why at this point? There's no you way you I... could say you in a straight face to say he's going to break Rick Flick, Rick Flair's record now. <laughs> Not uh, the way he's resting right now. Hell yeah. no. Yeah. So anyway, so that was that match. Then we got to talk about this Miz TV oh, Waller God, this effect. Is funny bullshit. though. Who oh the fuck was? What was this guy's name? The Habibi. Ibrahim Al Hajaji. Okay. H A J J A J. Al Khadaji. He's one of biggest uh, Saudi Arabia's biggest actors, and I had no fucking clue who this guy was. <laughs> you know what I thought it was? I'm thinking, okay, they they fired Marseille, right? Was it Marseille? Is that his name? The other Saudi? Uh, no, that was Mansour. Mansour. Oh yeah, Mansour. Mansour. Right. Yeah. You know he was. You know the Saudis made WWE make him not lose ever on NXT, for example, right? Then they go to fire him. Yeah, go to lose in Crown Jewel. Yeah, or whatever the case, right? And now they fire him. And I think Mansoor is actually a lot better than people give him credit for. I think he's actually got a lot of personality. They just aren't letting him sort of, you know, bring it out. I thought, okay, is this the replacement for Mansoor? And if it was, right, I'm thinking, you idiot, right? Yeah. Thank God he was an actor, bro. But he sucked. this This was just awful. Like, okay, so... He calls Miz Habibi, which translates to sweetheart. And it's not yeah, like, like beautiful. It's also beautiful. Yeah. 
yeah, like that's yeah. what I'm reading. Waller made me laugh though, man, when he's like, Yalla, yeah. Habibi. <laughs> he goes, Yalla, Yalla, which turns let's go, let's go. And the staff comes in and, and turns it to the Grace of Waller. So he, Miz says, I've been here for 20 years. Well, you've been here for 20 minutes. And it's, and Waller says, It's not 05, it's 03. Again, like the, the, the quips were not. Like John Cena had better burns on the pre-taped SmackDown from the night before to Solo than right. this was. Like I, I expected more out of this, and this guy, and then this actor guy breaks it up, and he says that the hottest talk show in WWE is Miz TV, and you know then it, it breaks into a schmaz, and then this guy, you know Waller kicks the actor, and then the actor kicks him, and then Miz hits his. It was a bad finale. kick, mind you, by the uh, actor. That was yeah. shocking, bro. And you yeah. know what else was annoying? Did you notice at first, he obviously must be American educated, right? Surely. I mean, he didn't sound like he was off the boat from Saudi Arabia. I'm talking about the the actor, right? Oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. at first he had an American accent, but by the end of the segment, did you notice he put on a uh, like an Arab accent? Like mm. his accent actually changed from being like sounding more American to like suddenly he sounds Saudi Arabian. You know what I mean? I guess I, I I wasn't paying attention because, um, I I just I don't know. Yalla, John, fuck this match then. Oh, well, not the match, but fuck the same one. But yeah, yeah. He, Waller, oh, he, he, just... he did hit the people's elbow. Don't forget that on Grayson oh, Waller, the um, worst people's elbow ever, mind you. Yeah, like, and I have the no song clue. was corny as fuck as well. How corny was that damn tune? He doesn't even look like the type of guy that'd be coming out to hip hop anyway, dude. I don't even know who this guy is or what he's done or anything. He who the fuck is he? Be? To... Nobody. Well, Grayson Waller apparently, sort of. Um, he's a big star, movie star. I've never heard of him, John. He's clearly not in Hollywood. Right. Yeah. He's, he's the biggest. Saudi <laughs> That's what Arabian people care. No one cares Arabian about Saudi movies. Okay. Yeah. Just saying. You're yeah, nothing, they're probably, pal. They're below Bollywood. <laughs> they're below. People care about. Yeah, Bollywood. even Bollywood. They do. Bollywood's right up there, man. Let's be real. Yeah. Not on the Hollywood's level. But it's it's number two. It's a clear number two, and then it's daylight. Let's be honest. It's just Hollywood, yeah. Bollywood, daylight. <laughs> yeah. So we had a video package for the United States Championship, and Logan Paul's driving down the streets, and he enters the arena and parks on the entrance ramp. Ooh. It was like um, an Edge esque sort of debut. Like uh, D yeah. was trying to tell me, she was saying it must be of Edge. Okay, yeah, yeah but... kind of had a, it had a similar vibe. Um, yeah, Kofi Kings is not from. Um, uh, not from Jamaica. Remember, he lost his accent. <laughs> yeah, remember that. Hey, come on. Let's go, Bob Wyatt. What, what, what happened to your accent? Yeah, oh, man. They. Uh, you know what? Credit to Kofi, though. I, I thought when I saw that at first, I thought they buried him. They've killed him. He's dead. Yeah, but he recovered. He recovered very well, actually. So, thank God for him. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Sometimes don't they know. get lucky, man, these guys, because really yeah. you're dead. When, you, when you're when you that fake, I know it's wrestling and it's, you know, the people play characters, right? Yeah. But the thing about professional wrestling, which makes it funny in a sense, people don't like the real fakeness, though. Yeah. Like, people expect, like, them to be them. Like, what you see is who they are. And generally, a lot of wrestlers kind of are who they are. Just ramped up, right? Like the right. old saying goes. That's taking Craig to eleven. Right, exactly, and that's a big difference. Oh, still, it was Randy. I thought it was Triple H who called out Kofi, but yeah, it was Randy. Was you it know. Randy? I thought it was Triple H as well. I, I, I thought it was Triple I, H. I remember Triple H, man. I, for some reason, I thought it was Triple H. It could have been Randy. Me too. But 
But here's the thing, right? You didn't need to make him Jamaican. You make him Ghanaian, which really right, honestly, he's from Ghana if, and he's a proud Ghanaian too. Yeah, but like here's the thing though: um, a lot of Ghanaians were traded to Jamaica in the slave trade. So well, that makes sense. Where did the Jamaicans not, really come from, right? right <laughs> so from from Ghana and and from the slave trade. Uh, because right. when I went to Ghana, I learned a lot about that. Um, same with Hades. Same thing. Yeah, there's there's a lot of West African um, culture transferred over from the slave trade, um, and so uh, a lot of Caribbean is a mixture of Creole, West Africa, uh, and some other you know cultures merged together to make Caribbean uh, right. for what it is. But um, you know, Papa, I think Papa Claude. <laughs> so it wasn't it wasn't that huge of a stretch, but at the same time, too, I can understand why you would want to go Jamaican over Ghana uh, from being from Ghana being from Ghanaian because people wouldn't get that they, as well. They speak French, don't they, in Ghana? No, they, they were an English they were an English colony. Um, they, okay. They speak English then why, You can Ghanaian. speak fluent French, man. Can he? Well, yeah, yeah can. Uh, because on either side, uh, like Nigeria and all those, they, they were French colonies, and Ghana was okay. a, was was an English colony. So, yeah, so like a lot of, so from, from my understanding when I was over there, Ghanaians can speak Ghanaian, um, they can speak English and some can speak French because they do business okay. in, in Nigeria or other countries where, you know, that's, um, yeah, cause that always sort of tripped me out. I was like, why does he speak French though? And he speaks of fluently, you know what I mean? And yeah. And, 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 and that, became, and remember, you also remember too, um, outside of certain places, Europe, Africa, you have, you have to speak multiple languages because of, um, the way those, all, everything there is intertwined. So, oh yeah, definitely. um, but anyway, so we had Crown Jewel. We had this match of look. This was my match of the night. I'm going to say this right now: Rey Mysterio versus Logan Paul. Um, I felt like this was this was done very well. Um, I feel like it was believable. Logan Paul continues to show that he belongs in a WWE ring. He does. Like, Love him or hate really him, he truly does. Yeah. Um, you know, and oh, uh, Labrette said that Retro Rocket was right. It was DX and. Um, uh, that for some reason he Randy Bobbin says, Hey, Elizabeth lives with made an appearance. Hey, Liz, what's cracking? What's crack a lacking? Yeah. Uh, so you know, I uh, this to me, there, there was a there was a lot here that like I feel like Logan Paul has come in. Do I like the person personally? No, do I <laughs> yeah. like the fact that he's respected the ring and everything that's gone on in there? Yes, like he's being himself. He's cranking to eleven, but he's at least treating the ring with respect. You know, um, I'm not not to say that Bad Bunny hasn't or whatever or anything. Um, you know, Labrat, I you say that anything in this match was dumb. I don't think so. Um, I didn't like because- this match as much as I thought too, John. I must admit, but it's not really their fault. I think it's the crowd's fault. The crowd's kind of weird tonight. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Today, you know, uh, and I mean. Uh, and um, you know, I, but here, um, here's where I, you know, um, here's where I get it, you know, right? The whole bit is it takes one punch, and we all know Logan Paul, um, it like he's not really a boxer, like he's a boxer. Well, he's not technically, I know what you're saying, yeah, yeah, you know. And so the idea of having the brass knuckles because he's a heel, raise a baby face. Um, you had to have this here, and it's like, 
okay, well, yeah, they you had the brass knuckles, they got lost. Fring grabs it, Santos Escobar comes in and he grabs them and and places on the ring game to chase the guy around. Ray trips at Logan and Logan grabs the knuckles. Look, that's the whole point. Logan is looking for an edge here. He's he's struggling to put Ray down. So therefore, in turn, uh he he had to do something to put Logan down. And I like retro. I agree with you. He's been trying to make WWE look legitimately tough, and um, and he's doing a good job of it. He's still a jerk. I agree with you. Um, but you know that's the whole point. He's drawing people in, and then he's gonna do his heel things of cheating and lying and and doing what he needs to. Um, now, here's the thing, right? Let's let's go to this. How many times have you, as a person? Jimmy, like right. that Santos put the, the knuckles on the ring skirt, right? Now, mind you, when he did it, Logan Paul or anybody was not anywhere near there. And this guy is still causing problems. So you, how many times have you had something and you put it down to take off and go after that person because they were messing with your friend, right? <laughs> right. I've done it. I've done yeah, it. I've done I it, mean, yeah. shit, like I played baseball and I've, I couldn't remember where I put my glove. Because I dropped my gloves because of a, a brawl. Yeah, it's right? just instinct. It's natural instinct. You're, you're just, not whatever. Think. You're not even thinking. You you're just not do even it. Thinking. You, know I mean? you just do right. it because you're pissed and you're wanting to fight and you're in a fight yeah. mode. Uh, and so where I get where you can see this is dumb, I get that. But also having been someone who had rage issues and who, like, for example, I will be 100% honest, when I played football, um, I may have had a couple of instances where I had to sit out games or series or whatever because I didn't necessarily complete my whole faculties because I let my mind and my anger really? get a hold of me a little bit. Right. Yes. Well, uh, it's the it's the also the spirit of the game, man. It's the type of sport you play. It's no. when you're playing competitive sports though, too, man. I'm like that too, man. I'm very edgy when I oh when no, I used I to play. But but I but this is this was egregious. Like okay, so junior year, I'll, I'll just real, real quick with this. Junior year, we're playing a team. Guy grabs me. And he's like, you know, punching me or whatever. And I don't care about that. But then he talks about how he's going to like fuck my mom or whatever and rape my mom or yeah. something like that. Stupid and I punch, lost like, my shit. Is. I yeah. lost my shit. So the next play, I'm not looking for the ball or anything. I'm running. He falls in front of me and I just straight up with my left foot kick him in the head. Like he's on fours. <laughs> full punt right there. Full <laughs> oh, no shit. He was on all fours and you yeah. gave him a full. Kick to the I gave him a full <laughs> kick to the head because I'm chasing the ball that way. He's in front that would have fucked him down. up, bro. Oh, look, and oh yeah, it was bad. And I'm I don't I never I didn't get called for it, nothing. So I think I get away with it. And what? Then I'm like, oh, oh shit. You got away with that? Here. I said, Oh shit, we have film you... the next day. They're gonna see that. Oh. I'm gonna be in so much fucking trouble. Suspension. I'm coming watching for sure. Phil. We're watching <laughs> yeah. film Saturday, the next day on Saturday. And here it comes, and they cut away, and they don't see it on our film. Like, what? Oh, fucking thank God. So is this while you're with the coach now and shit? Like you're yes, all like yes. watching the yeah. Well, we no watch we, every right, every right. Saturday after the game. We watch what we did, or critique it, whatever. Don't see it. Don't see it at all. Wow, you're lucky. As so far. you're getting ready, to, like as the guy, I'm coming out. I know what's coming, and they cut away because <laughs> it's following the ball. I think I got it. Two weeks later, we're getting ready for playoffs or whatever. Coaches call me in, and my coach calls me in. Which is not he goes, Hey, so we had an incident about you know this team we played a while back and like and uh they said you kicked the guy, I said I knew this kid, he wouldn't do that. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> oh, and they, no shit. they sent their film where you could see clear as day, me oh. all off, 
and bang <laughs> this kid. Now, mind you, I also played soccer. I could kick a ball so from the right. score. I so like no, I what? had a leg. Yes, I could fucking kick a ball. I played right? soccer all my life, dude. Like no shit. Like, like all from, my life. When I was a little kid, all the way to high school, Me too. I played. And I mean, I, I played till I was an adult, man. Till my thirties, yeah. man. Like, till my, my mid thirties. So I know how to kick. I know how to kick. And you watch it. I fucking rang this dude's bell. I and he was he was like an all stater. You know, what? Like you know, booted the ball right in his face, like into his no, into not his the head? ball. I, I booted. Oh, him. you just. Uh, but I'm saying, like, because yeah, yeah. I play soccer, I know how to kick. Right. So I properly. You can see it, yeah. Clear as day. Me just ring his fucking bell. Did you even have the form like a soccer kick? Mm-hmm. Like you know how you like you know what I mean? Yeah, I was running by and I played in my foot <laughs> right in front of him and. So let me I, ask you this. Were you aiming for like a punt, like a long kick down the field type of it was, kick? It was Did like a field goal. So like you I leaned was, back and kicked and, and... wailed the <laughs> shit out of him. Oh, I knocked Dude. the shit out of him. And my coach goes, okay, what happened? And so I told him what happened. Did you have your boots on too? I had my cleats on and everything. Oh yeah. my God, bro. And so, and here's a hit. This is why I didn't break my foot because I didn't hit him with the top of my foot like you would a soccer ball. Yeah, yeah, right. You toe bashed him? Oh, no, bro. With the cleats and everything. With the studs. Yeah, I came in on a like So it was almost like a like a, a teeth kick, you know, kind of like a, you know. <sighs> like, a, I, like a sort of, like a, a, yeah. Right, right, like, like a scrape sort of. Yeah, and just, <sighs> and, you know, just, you see his head just roll around. <laughs> you didn't have I, steel caps on, did you? No, you couldn't do those in. Um, yeah, because it was illegal. They started football, outlawing it, right? Yeah. Well, no, in football, you know, baseball, you can't. Like, it yeah, you have older. to in baseball though, because of the surface. In football, you can't. You, you never could. Right. In football. So, uh, so they're like, "What happened?" And I said, "Okay." And I told them what happened. He goes, "Well, you know, we have to, just, you know, da da da." They they made me sit like a series or whatever, and that's all. You know. Wasn't a big deal. I didn't like. You're lucky you didn't thing. get charged, bro. Oh, you can look. get charged like that, man. No shit. Well, back in the day, you could get away. You wouldn't get charged. Now you would, but back in the day, you wouldn't. Um, and like in that moment, I didn't know where the play was. I didn't know where the ball was. All I knew was looking. You just for this saw dude, red, and right. I was gonna. I was gonna. You don't. T- you don't tell me you're gonna rape my mom, like dude. I can tell you a similar story. Have you ever? Did yeah. you ever play indoor soccer at all? Uh, no, because we didn't have it. We just had outdoor soccer. Um, okay, but I, I played indoor as well, and there's nets around you, dude. I'm not right. talking about futsal. I'm talking about like proper indoor. Right. Yeah, yeah. When That's fights happen it. in those situations, you're oh, trapped, dude. You're in. A, it's like you're in a cage. Yeah. There's. You're not getting out of a fight. Put it that way. You're. Yeah. It's gonna get bad. You know what I mean? I, I yeah. can tell you some stories, bro. Yeah. But similar then, thing with me. And then Same I had thing. that. And so then senior year. It's not even in a game. I was at practice. One of the one of these knucklehead younger classmen, they come at me and they go for my knees. And I'm, I mean, my knees are bad, you know. And it's like, like don't you know? And so we had talked about that. Coaches said something. They didn't. So like the next play, I don't even know where the ball is again. I'm at. I, I don't you know just, what set me off. Aimed for the. It's whoever. because this kid's kind of a dumbass, and and he was just <laughs> uh-huh. you know real all over the place and kind of a dumbass. So I just beeline for him. I knocked the <laughs> shit out of him. Like. And tackle and everything, but like he wasn't in on the play, but whatever. Like, did you hip and shoulder him? Like basically, like I, I just straight, I just straight up blew him right. up, and and so, oh, he so you back. literally pounced him. Like. I literally like yeah, like a pounce because he wasn't <laughs> he, he didn't see me till the last minute. Boom! 
And then on top of all that, I started like almost jumping on his knees, trying to break his knee. Saying, <laughs> oh, we no, don't bro. fucking go for knees. Stop fucking going for <laughs> Stop being a dog. Like, pop, they, pop, pop. No, I'm talking <laughs> jumping up and down. Oh. Like, like they had to pull me off of him. Like, oh, like man. it was bad. Like it was real bad. Was he bleeding hard around his leg and shit? Or? No, because I didn't. Because they got to me real oh, quick, you know. Because it was kind of one of those things. So I got like one or two in, and I didn't get it. it was, again, the cleats are, are rubber. They're not gonna. They, they really weren't gonna. Cut hey, they anything. still do damage, dude. They can Even do rubber ones. Yeah, believe um, me, bro. But as Labrat says, he could have dropped it on the floor. It didn't look natural. I understand that. But, like, I've done that before, too, where, like, I'm working and I put something down and then I forget where I put it. So Yeah, you, you, that does happen, man. But, yeah. yeah. And, yes, I, I can understand violent. what he's saying, though. Look, I have been violent, Retro <laughs> Rocket. Look, maybe in the bedroom a little. I don't know. Ooh. I'm not, no. <laughs> Ooh la la. I, could, <laughs> I couldn't do that. I could not. There's no way I could be a dirty dog. Your mindset changes when, as you get older a little bit, man. Like, it does sort of change. But then again, you're a minister now. So, <laughs> would you still get, you know, I mean, of course you'd still get violent depending on circumstances. I get mad obviously. still. No, I've got, of look, course. I've, right. You're look, only human. There were times that maybe I, I know how to patch holes in walls because I may have put holes in walls. <laughs> oh, you man. Know? I was bad, yeah, dude, as well growing up, man. But, but, you know, I think I think now as my I've bedroom older, door used to have holes galore. Well, but yeah, yeah. But I think as I've gotten older, I've realized, oh, hey, um, you know, these are things that, like, what is it worth fighting for? Like, what is it worth now, yeah. putting my energy and effort in? Whereas when you're, you know, 16, 17, 18, 20. You don't give a fuck. About... You think you're untouchable, bro. Like, you don't yeah. even think, you don't think, like, you don't think of death back then or anything like that. You don't think, you don't even realize the consequence of what's happening, man. You just don't yeah. give a shit. Yeah. It's funny as you get older, though, your mindset does change, like, in terms of, like, to, like, do you really want to get into shit now? Like, yeah, at this age, yeah, especially, yeah. especially everyone's choking people out these days in fights. It feels like, bro. Yeah. Instead of no, throwing not. fists, you know what I mean. The statute, the statute, the statute of uh, <laughs> limitations is long gone. That was over twenty years ago, sir. I graduated high school in nineteen ninety-seven. This was nineteen ninety-six. Oh, that's all right. What we're talking about is nothing ever happened. We, we should put a disclaimer. Yeah. What we say is not, you know, facts. Yeah. Yeah. We just, you know. Look, and I look, I get it. And I, I know I'm trying to justify this because I'm not trying to make this ending like even though the solo because this was less of a ruined ending for me than the solo Sokoa match was. Because this was a solid match. Everything about this match leading up to this made sense. Um so that's where uh I'm I, I'm looking at this differently because everything up to this point really was good. Yes, Todd Brentley, that's the bottom line. Because John said so. Yes, allegedly, Elizabeth <laughs> Wright. Allegedly. You would know, allegedly, Elizabeth, you exactly. are a, a true crime drama queen. Like, <laughs> Elizabeth likes true crime, just so, you know. Um, and she's a numbers girl, too. Yeah, she's an accountant, I think, or some shit like that. Um, uh, uh, what's what, what's this? I like the E-Christian powerlifter. On what TBN TV. Yeah, okay. What's TBN? Yeah. You know, uh, oh, it was uh, Trinity, like Trinity Broadcasting Network. It's a Christian okay. TV thingy. And yeah, they had this thing called the Power Team. Oh, yes. Allegedly, you may have, Elizabeth says. Um, and these were like, 
like strong men who would like bend bars and all that stuff. And then like it was real high energy. And, and then they would tell people about Jesus through their bending of power what? and blowing up. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, it was a thing. That's different. <laughs> uh, I may like when I moved up here, I may have almost worked for them as like the road manager for them. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Jesus. Like the only reason why I didn't do it is because I found out we were going to be pregnant and I didn't want to be on the road as much as I was going to be on the road. That's fair. Um, um, so, um, you know, uh, the patrician's husbands tell their kids to hide the chickens and go sit on their mama's lap till they're preaching. (laughs) Okay, whatever. Look, guys, sometimes uh, y'all are weird in the chat. I don't know what y'all are talking about sometimes. (laughs) It's funny that you said that because I'll always call out Retro Rocket Review, for example, for yeah. for being weird. And then he he would admit it. He would be like, "I'm a weird dude. I don't know, man. You know what I mean?" Actually, yesterday you you brought it up too, Retro, on on my show. But yeah, well, that's kind of funny. G thirty three thirty three ball. Who said that? G ball. G ball. G ball. G ball. Um, all right. Hey. Anyway, let's move on from this. We have a new champ in Logan Paul, who is the new United States champion. Uh, Jimmy, do you feel like this is the right time for that? Yeah. I mean, maybe. Uh, I don't agree with the event, maybe, right? Because it just, I don't know. The Saudi shows lately have been a bit, I don't know. But yeah, I agree with the result. I think it was time. I think Ray has held that belt for a lot longer than uh, expected, shall we say, John. I mean, really. I mean, okay. did he even need to win the championship in the first place? I felt like he didn't. Did he really do anything for the championship? Not really. I mean, and that's no offense to Ray. He's a legend, no doubt about it. Right. I think that's but, why, because you you have on the other side the workers' belt with Walter, right? And he's had it right. for 1,300-something days. But that's Walter, uh, man. Yeah, right, <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? But, the, right. and, but so to keep the prestige of the U.S. title, put it on a Hall of Famer. Because you're saying I get WWE it. Hall of Famer Rey Mysterio has the belt. And then now the prestigious person is Logan Paul, right? Because now Logan Paul is worldwide and everything along those lines. I saw the stat the other day, which was wild to me. Walter has been in WWE 1,800 days. He's been champion 1,300 days. So 82% of his time in WWE has been a champion. This is just WWE, not NXT. Not NXT. Well, if you include NXT, I mean, he was a UK champion forever. And then came over and became the NXT champion. Yeah. But so 82% um, uh, of his time in WWE proper wow. in, in the main rat has been as a champion. That's great. That's, cra- that's a crazy stat. That, that is, is wild. wild. I... Yeah. And I wow. like Lab Rat. I agree with you. He's good. Uh, having the belt is good for business. He can get eyes on it. I, I, agree. I don't disagree with you on, on that at all. Like, you know, this is, to me is an example of a legend passing the torch to a young person to make them. This is what 100. we mean. This is how this needs to go. Um, you know, this is what AEW, pay attention. Do this with Sting. Make this with Darby <laughs> Allen. Make it, it doesn't have to be a, a hostile match. It could be a literal passing of the torch match. Like, just, yeah, a, a good old friendly, you know, rattle. last match type of thing. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Like, yeah. It doesn't have to have like some sort of blood storyline, if you know what I mean. Right. It's the storyline is Sting. Is it's his final match? Whether right. he wins or loses, it's irrelevant because it's all about Sting anyway. Right. Yeah. Next match is we have uh, uh, the women's match of EO Sky versus Bianca Belair, and um, ooh, yeah, you're not wrong. 
You're not wrong. Wait, him versus MJF? As in Logan uh, Paul? Or is he talking about um, Darby Allen? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. G-Ball, I don't know. Um, Elaborate a little more, please, yeah. G-Ball. Uh, and Elizabeth says, my only problem with Logan is he's not even a part-timer, but a handful of times a year, dude. But but he said WWE is his home in this last pay-per-view. Or the last he's pay-per-view. a contracted talent now, actually, Liz. Yeah, so, so I think we're going to see him more, Elizabeth. So the question is, do you want to see him on your screen, Elizabeth? I think is the bigger question. Um, and and he will pull in more people, and that he I will. think, you know, I I think that's the bigger question. Uh, yeah, he'll bring in people, um, but I don't. I think now he's contracted, and he has he said so in his last fight that I am a WWE wrestler, you know, and he's saying it now after that fight and before that fight. I'm I'm a WWE wrestler, so that means guess what? We're gonna see on Friday night. Logan yeah, Paul. Yeah, I mean, he turns up anywhere, even on Mondays. He just turns right. up, dude. Like he, he but yeah. And think right about now, this: you keep you keep him, you you give him the belt till till Mania, right? Why? Because your new TV contract comes in, and you have people wanting to watch Friday Night Wrestling. It's perfect business, man. Absolutely, Look, you're right. Yeah. Oh, the inter- done, uh, Walter. Everything's. Oh. The Intercontinental Champion, I guess. Walter should eat MJF. Oh, speaking of MJF, uh, but yeah, I think Walter would destroy him. I mean, uh, I would want that anyway. But MJF, he's got a new girl now. I know it's not no big deal, but uh, Alicia Aitow, it's who yeah, he's with. Like, yeah. Is she the skank of like professional wrestling or what, dude? I don't know. I don't know who she's been with before. <laughs> she's, been with a, she's been with a few wrestlers, put it that way. Okay. I'm sure there's lots of women who could say that. Uh, Elizabeth says, no person. I, know, I don't but, want to see know. him when he was at Raw here in Cleveland. So apparently Elizabeth is not uh, Elizabeth is really? not a. Um, Isn't he Cleveland's own? I don't know. I don't care. Logan Paul. I'm pretty sure he's from, from Ohio somewhere. I'm I'm yeah. very certain. He lives in Puerto Rico now, but. Right. But like, you know, he's also. Well, it's Ohio. It's the land where their rivers catch on fire all the time. So. Um, <laughs> I've got a soft spot for Ohio only because of family, man. <laughs> I've got my first cousins that where the rivers catch on fire on a regular <laughs> basis. Hey, we haven't had a fire river a river fire since two thousand eight. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> yep, she's talking yep. about the pool. The pool. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah. um, all right. So let's talk about this Bianca Belair EO Sky match. This was this was okay match. But the crowd the match, ruined it. Yeah. They didn't uh, give a shit, dude. And they were busting their chops. Uh, she says, the Pauls are from Cleveland and we don't love them here. Well, there you okay. go. I, I, I remember that they're the Cleveland boys, man. Yeah. So, uh, like, really, the the big thing that came out of this match is that Kari Sane is back. Uh, right shocking weird to bring it back here though like because mm-hmm. it kind of felt like it was a shock but uneventful shock if that made any sense yeah yeah and that's what sucked because i love curry saying man heck i've even got an autograph card up there you can't see but i've got a whole bunch of autograph shit just here yeah. and um i'm happy man that she's back but why here why do it here it yeah. wasn't the right fan base for like you know what it is? It's not like I think these crowd because they're mostly kids, right? You know, pretty much, right? Because yeah, because they want to show that. Oh look, we're still 
know. I know they try to be so like westernized. It kind of I hate that when when countries that are not western countries particularly, and I get it. They want to be seen. They want to be like you know, look, we're like you type of type of deal. And I get it, right? Where they're just normal people. But that was so into it, really. That's why I think they weren't really chanting. or I mean, they were at times when they were really into it, like in the main event and Cody especially as well in his match. But sometimes I feel like they're, they're just in awe of the of the wrestlers, dude. Yeah. Like legit, like, wow, look, we're here. Like, do you know what I mean? Like type of thing type of thing it kind of reminds me of the first time i ever went to the wrestling you know what i mean and seeing yeah. you know my heroes you know at the time larger than life and whatnot you know yeah yeah um <laughs> yeah elizabeth you made a comment elizabeth and uh okay so you said the last time was 1969 100%. was uh <sighs> the last time it caught on fire that's why the EPA started in, in, in Cleveland or in America. The, uh, the Environmental Pollution Agency. Protection Agency. Is uh, it Environmental Protection Agency? Yeah, For us, it's the Pollution Agency or some shit. Yeah. EPA. Thank yeah. shit. Uh, there was a fire um, on August 25th of 2020, madam. Uh, are we having a fire competition here, John? Is that uh, what's happening? No, I remember that there was a fire recently in the last few years, and it was in 2020. Oh, well, I'm from the land of fires, man. You know how many bush yeah. fires we have down here? Bad ones, man. Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, bad. How many times? There have been at least 13 fires have been reported on the Cuyahoga River. Um, the first occurring in 1868, the largest in 1952, and it caused over a million dollars worth of damage. And the most recent was 2020. Look up Black Saturday. That's a bad one. Yeah, that was in my neck of the woods. Real bad, and it's called Black Saturday. Not the wrestling Black Saturday, but real yeah. life. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, anyway, um, it's just fun anyway. Um, um, so uh, I think um, I think this was interesting in that aspect that Kari Sane comes back because Kari Sane went out the last we saw her. Because of Bailey, um, yeah, actually that was true. And yeah. but didn't she seem like she joined up with EO this time? She, she joined up with EO, but being the way Bailey has been behaving with EO, then you have to wonder. Um, uh, you have to wonder if, like, you know. She speak Japan. She speak well, Japan. Yeah, she you speak know, Japan. she called her <laughs> right. and said, "Hey, let's make a team." And you know, because I'm tired of dealing with this white bitch. She crazy. You know, um, <laughs> that's exactly what they would be saying. For sure, probably, like, yeah. Well, you know, um, and look, like one hundred percent. I don't know if you, if any of y'all follow Elizabeth on any other social medias, um, but. Um, I feel like I Bailey do. Bailey is stealing Elizabeth's hair color. Like Elizabeth had it Maybe. first, and now Bailey. I feel like Bailey is stealing Elizabeth's hair color. So Elizabeth, you need to get on Bailey and whip her ass before stealing your <laughs> your hair. Um, you know, in that pro, you know, and, and just beat her ass for stealing your hair. I feel like that's <laughs> a proper thing to do. Um, because yeah, like the style and everything, to like, do, right? <laughs> like the style and everything, like the kind of you know wavy shoulder length kind of hair, similar color, 
Like, I feel like she saw a picture of Elizabeth. I'm like, I like that. I'm going to steal it. So there you <laughs> oh, go. She's Elizabeth. on it. She's yeah, on you're it. You're on it. Great. <laughs> um, if you kiss her in the process, we're not going to be mad at that. If you fill up a boob or two, take pictures and video. We want to <laughs> see that. But I mean, however you do it, it's, it's, it's fine. We don't care. Oh, boy. Uh, why is it we do that with guys? Like, when girls fight, guys are always like, kiss her. Fight, you grab her boob. Like, you know. <laughs> kiss her. <laughs> Uh, you know, yeah, they're about know. to pull their hair out. Kiss her, yeah, yeah, grab yeah, your teeth. And, and guys, guys will do that, you know. Like, like, Even like, these like shaking their head. Yeah, every like guys like hope every every female fight turns into a lesbian row, you know, that, that they're gonna become. Lesbian I've seen some way. bad cheek fights, dude. Like some killer. Fight. Oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I've seen that too. But <laughs> I, but really, this I'm match. Done. Everything about this match was setting up for Kari Sane coming back and joining EO Sky and and then causing more damage control fallout and issues. Full so, damage control. <laughs> and causing more damage to damage control. Really. I think yeah. that was I think that was the bigger thing of this match. Um like it was fine. I don't I think there was nothing egregious about this match that I felt like was completely Not out of trying. place or anything. Not, yeah, they were trying. I did I did feel though, funny enough, that um Bianca Belair was kind of very stiff with um EO in a way. But EO's fine with that. You know? Yeah, like, I mean that's Japanese yeah. wrestling. Like I, you know, absolutely. that's it's, it's not and I, I guarantee you it's because EO said fucking hit me. Like, you know, <laughs> you know Probably uh, for sure, man. Tennessee couponer. Hey, welcome. I was thinking uh, the same thing, Josh. I was thinking the same thing, man. I I'm thinking, hey, let's put all the Japanese girls together, right? Yeah. <laughs> and call them the Kabuki uh, fucking... Sounds sounds bad, though. Kabuki yeah, sounds... and Liz, the, the Kabuki warriors again, bringing them back. Um, yeah, look. Look I, don't, look, I don't mind that at all. And then they're just all talking Japanese and nobody what the fuck they're saying. <laughs> and everybody's like... like but isn't that yeah. intimidating, though? Isn't that intimidating to have them screaming Japanese at you? Right, but they're completely racist, really, though, right? They have to be, like, completely racist, like, you know? Like you said before, yeah, fuck this white bitch, you know, but in Japanese, like... Right, but, like, that's <laughs> the whole bit, though. Like, that's what makes it great. Um, and they're like, arigato, mujisa. Yeah. yeah, whatever <laughs> they say, but that that's, that's you know, cool. Um... So, I don't care what they're saying. I like how they speak Japan. Right. And so I think <laughs> I think this opens up a whole new story. EO's still champ, but now she's got Kari Sane with her. And could there Asuka be involvement? What happens to um you know damage control? Like this opens up a lot of things for this women's division that make it a lot more interesting now. Because this match was not the part that made it interesting. This after yeah. the bell and, and, and all that after. made it. Uh, As a matter of fact, once Kari appeared, it's like you forgot that match even existed, bro. Yeah, and then you know, you, after the match, Kari and Io hug as Bailey is looking on from ringside, realizing, "Oh shit, this might not oh, be good for me anymore." Oh shit! Yeah, and so. she doesn't speak Japan, so <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I think. Look, let's be real though, John. I think it's time for damage control to like dissolve, man. I think it's gone stale now. You it's done. Right, you just you make it. Arigato and uh, sayonara. Come on, you sir. 
Hey. Uh, I don't know what that means. I don't even think that means anything. I just I just copied thing. what you said. I had no idea what you were saying. I just I don't uh, either. mimicked it. <laughs> Look, it sounded it sounded legit. Yeah. You know? uh, who knows? I know. I know uh, sorry to I our know. Japanese listeners out there. Yeah. If yeah. you've got any there. Uh, Probably oh, not anymore. <laughs> well, we did. Actually, there, there's one or two or three Japanese yeah. listeners, according yeah. to my pod bean anyway. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah. Cool. They, cool. They, some cool. of them are listening. I don't know if hey. they understand, but. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying that because the thing about Japanese people, particularly, they struggle wow, with Jimmy. English, man. Wow, Jimmy. Oh, I'm, I'm not trying to be racist, dude. Uh, All right, saying, so. Other nationalities can pick up English better than others. You know what I mean? Jimmy oh my Jimmy god, I'm burying myself now, aren't I? Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's it. I, it's not me. Yeah. And and yeah, I agree with you. Like, Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy's so upset now. He just like fuck it. I'm taking my I'm turning my camera off. I'm too embarrassed because um, I'm on Bin's account. That's why my profile picture is Bin because that's clearly his profile picture. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So uh, and 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 as Elizabeth not, says. How long is Dakota out for still? I think it works out. And then, Jimmy, you mean English. English, English. Yes, that's exactly right. English. I speak um, English. Yeah. <laughs> After this, uh, we had Damian Priest versus Cody Rhodes. And, uh, of yeah. course, there's made mention of the fact that um, Damian Priest doesn't have the briefcase because it got stolen earlier in the night by... Demi Zane. Woo. Um, I may have to admit that I was unloading groceries and such while this was going on. I was putting stuff away and putting it in my fridge and things along like that. So um, I had it on and I could kind of see through the you know, kind of thing um, uh, into the into the living area with the TV and I could have the sound going, but I, I wasn't as like locked into this match. Um and um, so, uh, you know, and I know we had JD McDonough come out, and then we had Dominic Mysterio, and then Jay comes out. I mean, we have more people coming out, as if we haven't seen enough people coming out, you know, on this paper. Well, the coming out party, John. I'm coming out. <laughs> I want them. So, uh, Tissy <laughs> Couponer says, could Sammy cash it in? in that would be funny. In theory, it's whoever has the briefcase. True. Actually, that's a great point. In theory, technically, Senor uh, Money in the Bank doesn't have possession, right? Right. So, I guess that'd be an interesting story. I, I, I won't lie. But then it becomes a 24-7 battle over again in a way. Think of the briefcase as a freaking football. And everybody's vying for it, yeah? Right. Yeah. Yeah, can they go I mean, that ridiculous? I can see WWE doing something silly like that, dude. Well, no, because remember, they say they had the, the contracts in there, and Damian Priest's name is on the contract. You got to get a touchdown, bro. So, therefore, <laughs> it would not, Sammy could not cash it in because his name is not on the contract in the oh, briefcase. True. Because Damian, Damian Priest's name is on that contract in the briefcase. Um, uh, yeah. And and like Labrat said, no, they have done this once a while ago and made it clear you have to win. You have to what? win. W I N. So win. Uh, Does he mean win? This still yeah, doesn't that, make sense. Know, you know, like win is like he he means W I N, but it probably. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm see. just being a prick. There we go. Let's see. Yeah. I'm just being Ooh. an asshole. Maybe same versus Priest ladder match for the briefcase. 
I mean, but why? About- why would you put yourself? I know, but why would Priest want to put himself in a predicament like that when he doesn't have to? That's just dumb. Like that but makes him look real he, dumb. But he, it's also real dumb because he doesn't need the briefcase because he has the tag belts. There's that too. Uh, like for real. Like eh, it's all this is stupid. If they're doing that, yeah, it's unnecessary clusterfuck, like you said, dude. And they didn't even have to get there. Like it didn't have to be that. That's what's even more weird. Unless you get it awarded in court by JBL. <laughs> Wrestlers court? We need yeah. Undertaker back with, as well? With Otis, yeah. <laughs> o- Otis should sue at this point. Um, there, there goes the Money in the Bank briefcase. It's dead after that. If they gone yeah. that, if they go that far, they've killed the damn thing. I'm telling well, you, dude. Well, I mean, why, how was it not killed after that? You know, honestly. Oh. But they've kept it going. Dude. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, this match... I don't feel like it did anything for either wrestler at this point. You know, it made Cody look superhuman. You know, yeah, and, and the crowd really were into him, dude. Yeah, the the song. This was know, they, the loudest until the main event. At this yeah, point, in my opinion, and they did that. This is awesome chant for Cody, and I'm like, <sighs> like, you know, um, look, I'm gonna be honest, and this might be controversial, but I think Cody is a C wrestler at best. Like solid, solid wrestler can put it together a match, but there is he, he there's nothing memorable Dude, about his matches. You're not wrong, but you know what he is good at, and I totally agree with you. He's not a great w- worker per se, but mm-hmm. he's great at psychology and telling a yeah, story in the ring. That's what I'm saying like putting to, uh, together a match in the ring, but executing it and being a worker completely different. Now I will give you this as well. He will get the crowd behind it. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's and what that, I mean. He gets that or that aspect, yeah. and that's and that's what makes him a star. And he understands less is more, right? He knows how to work without busting his balls completely. Right. If that makes sense, yeah. that's a good worker, bro. Really. Yeah. That's how you want to be. That's how your Hogan's got over. That's how your Rocks got over. Heck, Stone Cold. He had five moves, pretty much. When you think about it, bro, it was the same shtick. But again, right. the guys that understand psychology get very far. Right. You know what I mean? Without having to do flip this, flip that, spot this, spot that. Unnecessary, man. And that's why yeah. Cody gets that aspect. I guess being the son of Dusty, you know, yeah. you, you just know that shit much better than, say, a Damien Priest. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. He's a natural. It's a natural thing. No pun intended on Dustin, right? Yeah, I mean, the yeah. natural. It's but just, Dustin was that way too, and Dustin had great character, and he could he survived. You know, he survived all these years because of his character. Dude, I yeah. cried. I'm not kidding. I'm going to say this now, and I wasn't the only one. A lot of us did when when Cody and and Dustin had that match in AEW. I kid you, and I know it's a work. There he goes. Thank you, because. Yeah. I, I, it's true, but and, I'm, and Dee's looking at me. She's like, "Are you fucking in tears?" Okay, I am, <laughs> and I know it's bullshit. But when wrestling's done properly, it's fucking beautiful, man. Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? When it's done right, yeah, it's done well. Yeah, and I, Cody has had some matches like that where it's done well with the psychology. But that's but... what it's all about. It's all about emotions, right? Getting right. the emotions but out of you, and it's rare. Pull the moves off too. And you, and oh yeah, he's he's but he's not like a, eh, you know, he's not one of those. Um, I don't think all of Survivor Series is War Games. I think that would no, be for like the main, the main event. event. 
Yeah, just, I mean, it. they might have traditional Survivor Series. They'll have too. a women's one as well, actually. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, like, as Coupon says, they had two more games. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, um, hey, medium five, bro. Don't come fucked, in. Mike. You will fucking bitch crying for sure, man. You just wanted your brother too. Don't, don't give me Dude, that bullshit. Don't come in hot like that. I, I look, just I want just, my brother. Remember you know that? What? You know what? You know what? Look. I'm gonna put you in timeout just for that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I, I didn't. I thought I put him in timeout. It says ban. <laughs> Medium five. My bad if I banned you. I don't know how to fix it. Oh, that is. Oh my god, oh, no, he's banned. It, it no, no. It says it, the, It says the, it on the bottom. Yeah, but it's it's got the timer on it. It's got the timer on it. <laughs> That is money, man. I can't but, believe you but did you that. you don't come in hot like that. You haven't said anything yeah. thing, and you come in and you come out straight with a derogatory term. Respect like his authority. Look, look, I don't mind God you damn having, it. you know, whatever, but don't come in and just drop <laughs> that female Oregon word like that. Oh, yeah. Like, that's your first comment of the day? Nah, bro. We're not playing that. <laughs> nah, we're bro. That. <laughs> that's mad. I don't know. I the way know. you said that, bro, it was like, nah, bro. You know what yeah, mean? We don't play that. like that, Mikey. Look, 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 I love you, Medium Five, but like uh, you gotta you gotta chill a little bit. You need you need that. You can't time come in out, hot. Son. You can't come in that <laughs> and and yeah, no, I'm not anyway. Anyway, I think I think the oh, point of this man. match was it was to build Cody up to make him look superhuman, but the, like that was the problem. It was too much, you know, because he overcame JD <laughs> McDonough and Damian Priest and all the, and then I know Jake comes out to help him, but yeah, I no, feel it's like, you know, I feel like you know, <laughs> Todd's know last, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, probably not, but we'll see. Oh, uh, man, that know, is awesome. I felt like this was too much, you know. Um, if you know, yeah, and you're right. And the weird thing is, I'm surprised that the fan base hasn't turned on him yet for being this way, dude. The way they book him, but it's Saudi Arabia too. They're gonna probably tell him what. To but even even in the states, though, dude, like he's still fucking. I don't know. It's everywhere, really, worldwide, wherever they're going, man. He's just mega over, dude, for whatever reason. Um, but really, if he was doing when he was doing this shit in AEW towards the end, the fans turned, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? They saw past his bullshit. And at this point, I feel like, the, then again, it's probably the fact they still, the WB fan base is still celebrating the coup, bro. The fact that they took him back from AEW, he's going to be forever loved just for that reason now. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Know. But really, uh, he, yeah. he's becoming like Super Cena, bro. He's becoming that guy. What's going on here? Breaking. Well, Otani wants to be a Texas Ranger. Uh, speaking of Japan, <laughs> there's, yeah. there's Japan for you. Yeah. Yeah. Did that just break right now? <laughs> Do you play the show, John? No. Uh, no oh, is that is that Mikey again? Yeah, he came you, back in. You, you've got so many accounts, I can't keep up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy up. King, right here, bro. Yeah, bro. Damn. Putting me time out again for being a a poser, bro. <laughs> Just for having multiple accounts. 
<laughs> I'm joking. So, uh, uh, yeah, uh, Tennessee couponer up a jillion dollars. That's the first look. Okay, okay, Mikey. First of all, you're coming back in like five minutes, so chill. Second of all, that's the first time I saw anything. And 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 uh, let's see. Yeah, let's. I don't know. We know you were fucking around, bro. Yeah, and I, you know, I was fucking around too. But I don't see anything until that moment, dude. I'm looking at the chat. I don't see anything, and then because I'm looking for it, because it says M. Yeah, no, no. Um, wait. Do you have a timer? Is there a timer like that you can see for him to be able to come back? I can't. No, I don't see it per se, but like it, it, it has the timer right next to it. Careful, uh, Mikey. You're gonna get fucking uh, back into timeout for spamming now. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. Uh, I'm looking. I don't. I don't see. Oh, but of course it removed some of it. It says removed his comments. All so, I saw was pussy straight up. Yeah, I know. That's all I saw too. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway, let's get to our main event. It was because uh, it is now. Oh, two hours and 40 minutes in, and it's 6.30. Wow, it's 10.32 a.m. for me, bro. We started at 4 a.m. my time, dude. I got I got a new 3,000 PSI pressure awesome. washer for 150 bucks, dude. Uh, Damn. So, yeah, I want to get some stuff done, because tomorrow is Farmer's Market Day. I'm going oh, to yeah. the Farmer's Market. That's I'm when you know you're getting older now, Johnny. Oh, <laughs> no. But, like, this Farmer's Market has some good stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, like, they have like some cheese. Is it dip. like a trash and treasure? What does that mean? Oh, you don't know what a trash that's what we call no. it down here. Like no, what are you doing there basically? So this this is like legit, like we have people who have farms who bring their produce, who bring like meat and auction them, them off. Know. No, they you just sell them. You like they set up a little, you know, like whatever. Like a, yeah, yeah. You're buying so it's like you're buying direct from a farmer or uh, it's exactly like what we call trash and treasure, except without the meat. Okay. it's so like more have, like they have, they have food there's some art stuff there so like um oh like for example um this glass mosaic that i got uh with this wolf and everything was from a lady she hand makes all these things oh she, so she they works. sell stuff like that too there yeah so, so it's equivalent to our trash and treasure same thing you, i guess you have um, a stall in a wide open space could be in a car park or a farm whatever man like yeah just yeah, an open and, space and everyone's getting, selling this shit yeah, it's it's uh yes, they are the bestest. Uh, and and uh, like on the back, she writes a Bible verse on the back of all of her art. So oh, cool. uh, she makes it with like wood and concrete. So like this thing will be solid for a long time. Um, and you can get some really good stuff there, like uh, meats and cheeses. And there's a lady that sells goat cheese and goat milk. And I was gonna like ask that. you, bro, is it feta there, bro? Is it feta cheese? Yeah, there's a there's that's a lady goats, that sells, that's ghost cheese. Yeah, that's the best uh, goat's cheese, bro. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I may be breaking a little kayfabe here, but Elizabeth might have been a beneficiary of me going to a farmer's market. Just saying. Uh, uh, well, going I mean, on she, there? Huh? No, uh, nah, I'm she, joking. I'm fucking. Sent me and Jacob like cookies and shit, so I was like, "Oh, we're at farmer's oh, market." Oh man, I still want to try these cookies, man. And and uh, because Big of Ray's that, got him cookies. You've got him cookies. Oh, I got but who stole the cookies from the cookie look, jar, man? Look, I got I got cookies before Big Ray did. Uh, oh, you did? Yeah. Because Big Ray so, brags about Liz's cookies all the time, bro. He did. He, did, he I got them before he did. And so <laughs> because, that, because I that, she's, a, right? she's a creepy chick, yeah. I found some guy who did some wood art stuff, and I sent yeah. her some like to say thank you. I sent her this like really cool wooden like creepy 
you know, the um, creepy shit. For creepy shit. people, you're saying, yeah. right? Is that what you say? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> uh, to say thank you for sending Jake to Banana Cookies. So, um, so I heard they're really good, man. I'm sort of jealous. You know what no, I mean? No, she does. She does a great. Uh, uh, she she does a great job. Uh, and farmer market are the best. But let's talk. That's my main event tomorrow. I'm hungry now. <laughs> oh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, and oh, Jacob's bringing. I guess they call it a girlfriend. He's got a girlfriend. Oh, he's got a no, dude. No way. Yeah. No like, shit. Yeah. So <laughs> last week he had his first. Good on you, man. Yeah. Um. Is she is. She might have sent some cookies and some brownies and some other stuff. She it was really cool. She hooked us up. Um, he had a date <laughs> last man. Saturday. Took the girl out. Everything went great and all that fun stuff. And then um, this week he was it this week? Yeah, they were off Monday or Tuesday. And so he wanted to have a date with her Tuesday here at the house. And I'm like, uh, let me take work off and be here because you're not going to be here by yourself and he made the date without asking me about being here like, <laughs> that um so uh so they had that date and then worked out well because that was halloween and so the mom came back before and invited him to come with them so he went with them and didn't get home till like eight or nine had dinner with them all that fun stuff and so in turn we're inviting his i guess girlfriend or girl he's dating or whatever to come with us tomorrow girlfriend. To farmers, right? <laughs> yeah yeah He's you not going to admit this. Well, you know let, how let it is at their age. No, 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 no. Because here's the thing. When I, like, I was in here, like, working on the computer, getting everything kind of set up and doing stuff, and and I had the door open, but they were in there, and they were, they, they started <laughs> playing Magic the Gathering at first, so, like, okay, oh. fine. And they were at the table across from each other. Then I heard the TV kick on, and they were watching Empire Records, and so at one point, I just went out to get some water, and they're sitting on the couch, and they're kind of cuddling, and they're holding hands, like... Oh. <laughs> I'm like, are y'all doing? Like, y'all good? They quickly like let go. <laughs> Once you like, nah, no, oh, wow. no, they didn't. Good. They didn't. So, uh, so yeah. So, and then because he he talked to me yesterday, he's like, Papa, I was like, yeah, buddy. Um, could I? I want to. Is it okay if on Thursday I bring um Laura over? I was like, <laughs> uh, buddy, I'm not home. And he goes, yeah, and I'm like, buddy, it's out of respect. <laughs> For her and her mom, which I'm sure her mom would not appreciate. Not that you're not a bad dude or whatever, but just the the, the just putting it out there. You yeah. being home alone with her daughter is not a great image. I said, now if you want to do it on Wednesday, I'll come <laughs> home from work early and I'll be here. And if y'all want to do that, that's fine on Wednesday. But if you do it Thursday, you either need to have somebody else come over, like your, you know, I did say his mom, but like Miss Brittany, um, she's moved. Brittany's. If, if she's watching, hey, Brittany, but she's moving back to her mom's house. She had to give up her apartment because she's changing jobs because her job is, even though she's making a good bit of money, they're just treating her like shit. And so she's like, I'm oh, done. Really? And so she's going to find a job that's going to pay less. But her parents have an apartment over a garage and she's going to go in which is where she was living when I first met her. And so she's going to do that to save up money and then eventually go back and get another apartment once she's kind of in a better place and once like she's taking shout out to Brittany too. So yeah, yeah, big big pay cut. So um um you know, so that's kind of uh one of those things. Um anyway. The point, you know, let's talk about main events because we, we're doing that. Let's, <laughs> How do we just do that? Like I don't know. Because I, I was talking about the I know. and stuff like that. All There's right, been so a have, lot of growing up John and Jimmy today like on this show, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. But, uh, um, yeah. All right. So we have the main event, which is Roman Reigns versus LA Knight. Uh, I'm going to be honest. Yalla. 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 Yeah. 
Yalla. All right. Um, what? Okay. Anyway. Um, what? Look, medium five. What did you read? Show, bro. Show, bro. You look. You're blowing up the feet. Cool. 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 All right. Cool. I see you. You're still going, man. We forgot yeah. about this shit already. Come on, bro. Relax. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're banned. Uh, That's it. <laughs> Nah. don't worry about yeah. it dude yeah you're fine you're fine um yeah but anyway um this match i'm i like this was this was a a lot of hype match i feel like um i feel like it was fine um but obviously obviously we knew roman wasn't gonna lose here Oh, that's, um, that's a certain thing, yeah. So, like, it, it goes back to the fact of, and I mean, I know we talked about this last week. Why are we doing this match? And it's because we need to see LA Knight in this in this stage and at this main event kind of aspect of it. Did he pass though? In your eyes, can we call him officially a bona fide main event player in WWE? I look, you, you have to say so because because of the reaction he gets right and in the ring i think he's solid but you know and like that's all right tell tell everybody how you really feel be honest but to me it's the roman thing right okay roman is not like that's where i feel like roman sometimes holds people back yeah, I know what you're saying. Right. It's like he's set up to fail because of going up against. I know what you're saying, dude. I get like, you totally. Like, I feel like LA Knight is a way better worker than Roman, and that. But Roman fucking like dumbs him down. Basically, I, I get what you're saying, dude. Yeah. And do you uh, think it's done on purpose? Interesting. Interestingly enough, they uh, like is it a political play without being political? Like being sneaky, in other words. I, well, or if it is it just recognizing Roman's limitations and 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 working off his strengths, you know. Um, Let's hope that's the case because if it's done for you know sinister reasons, because I can see him doing that. That's smart though to play it, play the political game like that without actually being a rat per se. If that makes any sense. Yeah, like does this is definitely puts him in main event talk. You know, LA Knight is a main eventer in the talk and everything along those lines, I feel like there was more that could have been done, but that because of Roman and who he is as a wrestler, um, yeah, I yeah, feel I'll like, get you. you know, I feel like that, mm, you know, that's the whole bit right now. Um, and I think retro. I think you, you're you're making a good point here. When they keep talking today, how many days? How many years Roman was champion? It's slowly stuck in the WWE wants to break Bruno San Martino and Hulk Hogan. And Hogan's up. record, right? Yeah, they did uh, mention that, and he's close apparently to both of them. Oh, he's still got at least 500 no. days to catch Hogan. He's closer to Hogan than he is Bruno. Um, yeah, well, the way they were saying it, it's like he was closer, but he's about 500 days off Hogan, and and I think about a thousand around there off bruno really yeah. bruno's record should never be broken it's almost right. impossible bro so but here's the okay so get this bruno san martino has two records all What's right the other one bruno has 2803 days and 1237 days hogan okay. has 1474 days 
So and what's Roman on now? Roman's at one fifty nine. One uh, well, this is as of. Um, this is according to Wikipedia, and it was last updated. I don't, I can't see when. Um, but that's so. Um, okay, I'm, I'm looking for days here. Because, uh, you know, and that brings up an interesting question which do you think is better? Um, the longest reigning title or the most? Because, you know, that was the thing about, you know. Um, well, honestly, probably the longest. Because mm. you didn't lose it for, you know, how many times, for example, whatever it is. Times. You know what I mean? You'd have well, to walk 15 times. You yeah. say, like, if you were a pro wrestler, for example, would you in your heart of hearts prefer the long, super long reign or the multiple, multiple, multiple reigns? See, the long reign doesn't mean as much to me because here's the thing, right? Let's say, I mean, even if you think about it, independent wrestling chairs, oh, I, I held it for like 300 days, but you wrestled three times in that 300 days, right? <laughs> That's like, true. That's how know. they're doing it now. Back in the day, it wasn't really like that compared to how it is now. But, I mean, still, the point is, is like, well, I mean, with Roman, how, how often is he defending the title? You know, yeah, I know. Whereas... and it's done strategically too, John, in, in many ways to get to that mm. number and that length. Because as wild as it is, does it really feel like he's had the belt for three and a half years? You don't realize it's been that long, but maybe because you don't see him as much or defending it so many times. Yeah, eight year total reign is crazy, man. Mm -hmm. And I think Hogan had four years, didn't he? Josh, if I'm right. Um, Hogan defended out more than Reigns, and like that's the thing. See bro. what I mean? That's exactly my point, bro. Like back then, they were working much more, right? Yeah, and like Flair, sixteen time. Okay, then that means he was working. Whereas, like you know, and Bruno worked. Bruno worked a lot. Um, yeah, he, yeah. On May twenty ninth, it was a thousand days, is what Elizabeth said. Um, so we're probably at what? Fuck. You know, that's... we're up to fifteen hundred. No, no. What am I talking about? And then, no, that wouldn't be 15. That would be 300 days, Jimmy. We're like 30 days from May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, no, May. So that would be 30. May, no. No, we're not. June. She said, she July. said May, 20, May 29th is 1,000 days. About 200 so, days or something yeah, like so that. About, here she goes. Look, this is why Elizabeth is okay. the fucking. The numbers, girl. <laughs> uh, it's like uh, 1160 now. So like okay. eleven, yeah. Thank so you, I was right one one five one one five nine. So what I was saying, um, you know, but that's the, that's the whole point um, is that you know to me it's more impressive. Like with Rick Fair, that means you're wrestling. So yeah, you lost it fifteen times, but you won it back sixteen. We've been conditioned though to think that those type of total reigns is the preference. When you think about it, right? It's always but, about multiple reigns. The way but, people compare them. But like, but I guess that's where I go back because like, the the problem is this, Jimmy. For me, in my mindset, you know, having gotten into wrestling since '97 and all that kind of stuff, when I hear people have these title reigns, it's independent wrestlers who wrestle maybe three or four shows a year for a right. promotion. And I had this title for 385 days. Yeah, but you wrestled in this promotion four times. <laughs> like yeah. whoopty shit. Like okay, so to me, in my mindset. You're putting 
the WWF title on the same line as some of these independent wrestlers who say they've held their title for 400 days, but they've wrestled four times in those 400 days. You know, you should never be on the same pedestal, man. Right, like. right. So to me, that means you're not working. So what are you doing? Like, yeah, there's some truth uh, to that too, man. And and in fairness, Roman has had a lot of days off. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Like, um, he's not a fucking fighting champion, that's for sure. Yeah, I don't know. And who's had the better reign, MJF or Roman? Oh, Roman by a long shot, man. Roman, it's not even Roman. comparable, man. Come yeah. on. Yeah, I feel but, MJF. You know how you said about Cody being a bit, yeah, you're not too sure about him, right? For example, was it you? Yeah, was it you that said that? It's the yeah. same thing with MJF in a way. Like mm-hmm. he's great, but because he understands the little things, you know, mm-hmm. the 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 progressing one hundred ones. You know what I mean? The just the you know the fundamentals. That's what makes MJF great. Doesn't yeah. have to do a million things to to be over, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I don't disagree with you, Elizabeth. I think like this should be in every paper you defense. Now that we have the split titles, Rhett didn't they used to one. have a thirty day thing back in the day? Do you remember if you don't defend? That used yeah. to be a thing. Yeah. Now it doesn't right. exist. Yeah. Uh, um. You know, I, I don't know. It's. Uh, if they want to count title runs, they have to count um, uh, mainly consecutive days with singular reign. Um, I guess. Then if that's the case, why wouldn't they combine Bruno's two runs? True. Yeah, but and, that doesn't make sense to combine them, though, because it wasn't continuous. Yeah, but it was... He had it for so long. And right, that was one run, game. and then these other reign, like, you know... But you, still... You like, can't really put... But if you wanted but, to do that... You, you could i guess yeah because some people do that with flares runs so why not you know well technically um, didn't flair really win more than 16 world titles technically yeah, he, yeah he, he's like he says it's like 21 but that doesn't get like for whatever reason if that's true right i don't know we can't prove it really it's rick flair he says all kinds of shit that's what i'm saying you we that's why it's iffy you you can't tell if it's true or not and there's no footage of this shit so <laughs> I don't know who 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 are we to I judge. Know. I guess I don't know. Uh, I mean, this is fine. The build up was to get LA Knight as a main event guy, and then to continue Roman's streak. Um, it's all about know. what Reigns is uh, grade for him. Because I'll tell you now, they would have gone up to him after the match and th- and ask him, "Do you think he's ready for the main? You know, for a main event spot?" I th- I think he is, but I, again, I feel like Roman is the one that held him back. Um, I can see, and I can totally you know, get why you say like that. He's he's been a lot better in certain things, and 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 this did not do him um, any favors, um, any favors at all. You know, oh, I can see that, and you know, to an extent, I'd love to watch that match now again in a way and look at it more closely because sometimes it looked like that LA Knight was kind of uh, I don't want to say annoyed. But he looked kind of uh, annoyed, I guess. I mean, that's the yeah. best way of putting it. You know what I mean? And if that's the case in his first, because I'm, surely he was he was shitting bricks, dude. Like, he would have been, this is his chance, right? It doesn't matter that he wasn't winning the championship. This is to prove that he can hang, and he's one of the big players for WWE. This is truly his tryout to see if he sinks or swim. And... I don't want to say he sunk. He didn't swim too far, though. 
either. It wasn't a bad match, to be fair. But I know what you're saying with Roman. I totally it, can see it, what, what it you mean. It felt like that LA Knight could have gone to a second gear, but he couldn't because of his partner. Right, he was stuck in first, dude. It's true. It, it did kind of... But for yeah. what he did in first gear was decent, though. Yeah. I would give yeah. him a pass still. Like, Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I feel like he still is a main event player. I felt like Roman didn't help him in the long run with this. Right. And, and you know what another, that means? We had another run-in with Jimmy. And, I mean... How many yeah, times did bullshit. people interfere and jump in with shit tonight? Like, well, you had to know. protect both of them, right? So, well, it was Jimmy, which makes his match Stane. even more fucking pointless, right? We had the Judgment Day. We had Judgment Day again. I mean, you know, like, uh, all right, dude. Do you think they want WWE to, to? Do they really, deep down in their heart of hearts, want to take that belt off Roman? I don't even think they. They really do, man. I don't think they think anyone's worthy enough, including Cody, to be the guy. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? But what I do know is this. It's time to grade this. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's three hours plus. I yeah. am dead tired, man, if you can't yeah. tell. It was more the fact <laughs> almost every match had to run in, and I think you're right, Elizabeth. And true. That That's true. Fucking, um, uh, yes. Did, and did I, it I, feel... Look, oh, sorry. BDM5, this is a good comment right here. Every main event involving Roman the Bowling is getting predicted, repetitive, and dumb. He ain't wrong. I agree with that. I think that's the problem is there was no real storytelling. And, um, it was you know, just, and yeah, because they're lazy, by any means. And I, and I think Elizabeth says they're going to keep Roman on Roman until he's done because they're lazy. They don't want, uh, to, they that's, don't want the right story. Uh, I, I agree with that. I'm really surprised me, Paul bro. Did. Paul handle it. Paul handle it. Paul handle it. You think you it's know? like that? Yeah, judge. Just like Paul Handel, pal. Well, you know, Vince isn't there anymore, but... Um, well, well, he's in Saudi Arabia, by the way. Well, yeah, he was, because he was the fight, but he's no longer in creative control. You know, our, uh, you know, uh, whatever. Right now. No, no, yeah. Emmanuel has said he's gone. I know, I know, I know. I'm like, saying right now, you can tell there's a change in yeah. creative. But for yeah. a short while, just recently, he was back in control. It showed on the product. Right, but then... Um, Whatever his name is, something Emmanuel said. Nope, gone. Yeah, Ari, Ari Emmanuel. You're right. Ari Emmanuel. Um, anyway, let's grade this show. Um, let's grade this show. Jimmy, is it a passing grade, failing grade, A through F? Give me the grade for this show. Oh, man, oh. this is a hard one because the thing for me about this event, it wasn't that the matches were really bad, but the energy lacked in a weird sense, in that building, man. Like, they popped for Roman, they popped for Cody, they popped for LA Knight. But there was some, you know, instances where I felt like they didn't have a clue what was going on, dude. Yeah. And it takes away from the matchup, especially like the Curry Sane debut, it just felt flat. There was just a lot of instances where I felt like they didn't know, have a clue what was happening in front of them. So because of that, I'm going to say a C. As a matter of fact, this is probably the the worst and weakest blood money event ever for the Saudis, man. I, I actually think this is their worst event. Yeah. So, uh, Jimmy, you're not wrong because uh, media says C minus. Elizabeth says C minus. Uh, Tennessee. Wow. Kibar everybody. Minus. Um, Elizabeth says, uh, they lost in the middle. Retro said seven yep. out of 10, but that's not a letter grade. So I'm not counting it. Um, that's pretty <laughs> high though. A for effort. 
<laughs> I, well, yeah, they tried. They no, really, they yeah. they tried, but I think just other than certain guys and girls, you know what I mean? Like they just didn't seem yeah. to give a shit. Labrat says C. I give it a C. C for crab and cat. <laughs> Thank you, Labrat. La- La- do you have do you have crabs? No, nah, it's a little thing going on with. I call everyone the crab cats. Where's my crab cats at? Right. Yeah, so no, I know. That. Oh so, yeah, literal crabs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, you don't like, want that shit. I think I think we're all in agreement here. I'm going to have to go with everybody and say C minus. You know, I, I really feel like there was a lot that could have been done. I feel like Drew probably should have had the title after this match. I really don't see yeah. him having Seth with all the whole back talk and everything like that, and he's <laughs> so injured and all that. Then you don't take the belt off of him to Drew, who's a service who would be a very good solid champion to take the belt off of Seth. You don't do it. The only belt that changes hands this whole night is Logan Paul. Right. Okay. And that was you predictable know? too, though. To be fair, that's yeah. the only change I had down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's like to me that's that was there. Um, I. I could see, I could see like the there was the surprise of Kari Sane, which I was pleasantly surprised for. But how uneventful did it feel? It was like surprise and uneventful surprise. Sort, it was sort an of. uneventful surprise though, but it was interesting to say the least. But at the end of the day, like I think that I think that's what we can say. Uh, you know, can we safely say this is the worst PLE WWE have done so far this year? I yeah. think it is. I, I would agree. Easily. No, I got that. Um, I no, I understand. Uh, <laughs> you can say pussy, you funny guy. <laughs> what else? Have you noticed now? Look what you've done. Yeah, look. People are paranoid to say this. That is your minister has struck a girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, do not mention that P U S S Y. Because don't even ask John why. <laughs> Ugh, get those shoulder pops and let's go. <laughs> mm. uh. anyway. I think the new intro song should be "Come and Pet the," yeah, <laughs> meow. No, um, <laughs> that's a song. But, Look it up. No, it's I funny. I'm, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not doing that. Um, so you know, I, I feel like that was this was this was all hype and not and and meeting well zero expectations. All hype. It was an infomercial, <laughs> and uh, yeah, this was this was again. Going back to the fact that Saudi Arabia is whitewashing their, you know, that's what it is. It's propaganda, bro. Straight up. Yeah, it's propaganda and everything along those lines. Um, Oh, hey, in about three minutes, we can watch Lance Archer lose to Darby Allen because that's probably what they're going to do. Is Collision starting already? It starts at seven, right? It's no eight. Oh yeah, your time seven yeah, seven yeah. central eight eastern. Right, it's yeah, six fifty eight right. right now. We're just through, so I got to do the skirmish too, bro. Jam. We well, went to tomorrow. do it last night, but yeah. Oh yes, but after yeah. the collision. So we so that's everything for through. tonight, everybody. Let's let's uh, let's wrap it up, Jimmy. Why don't you tell the lovely, lovely people where they can find you on the internet? Well. You- Oh man, I shit bricks. I didn't expect the music to come on, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" You know what I mean? I thought it was out there, but anyway, you can find me on the X at DJ Mass Effects, like up there, right there, and also you can follow us at the PWC Network. But like and subscribe right here at channelattitude.com with five bucks. Not only do you get the realest talking pro wrestling, but you get the best talking pro wrestling, and that's a fact. Also, hamidmediagroup.popping.com 
for our affiliate shows and the pwcnetwork.pubbing.com for my other shows. And that's that. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You can always find me on the internet. That's Jay Men, as it says right there. Got it. And right, right <laughs> there is my door. Right there is my Lance Archer belt. So we know who I'm cheering for tonight. And there's my gun safe right there. Let's go. Oh, is uh, that what that is? Is yeah, that your gun safe for real? Gun safe, bro. <laughs> yeah. What it's have you got, got in my, there? It, you want to see? I do. Actually, please. Before we go, I, I need to see this. Oh, this is cool. Look at that. We're going to get some bang bang. The real bang bang gang right here on the smack attack. Oh, no way. No way, bro. Look at this guy. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my. I love Texas already. Oh, no, bro. AR 50? Is that AR-50? That's a semi-auto. you got a Glock as well. Dude, this guy. I don't know if you can hear me. You probably can't. But, dude, you're a killer. You're a, you're a dead... Dude, you got a Glock. Was that an AR-50 you had there, too? Uh, it, well, it's an AR platform, but it shoots 300 blackout. So it doesn't shoot... Shit, semi-auto? Yeah, semi-auto. It doesn't shoot the 557s. Um, it shoots, it shoots a 300 blackout, which is a faster round. It's like I could change the receiver and the barrel out and shoot. Well, no, I don't have to change the, I have to change the receiver out and I could shoot five, five, seven, AK, uh, uh, two, two, three, but the 300, 300 blackout is a little bit faster. The, the shotgun is a Benelli super Vinci and I use that <laughs> for like duck hunting and dove hunting. I can use a shotty use half. a shotgun for fucking hunting. Yeah, yeah. For like, would a rifle be the best thing to do for hunting? No, no, not for bird hunting. And you, I know guys who go deer hunting. You put in the slug, and you could put a three, you know, like a one ounce slug into a, a shotgun, and people go deer hunting with it. Um, <laughs> you blow a deer's head off? No, no, oh, no. Okay. But like you know, so but like the, like the two forty three is what I use for deer hunting. The shotgun is what I use for like bird hunting. So because it, it could take a two and a half. Two and three quarter or three inch, no, two and three quarter, three inch, and a three and a half inch shell. So it can take all three ranges of size of shells. Um, Would a shotgun be be better, say, if you went boar hunting? Uh, well, no, because you want uh, something that'll pierce. So that's why you want, like, that's why I have the Savage rifle, the two forty three, um, because like you want that penetrating point to go in and then <laughs> it explode out. You know, when when but it hits. Tell me it wouldn't be fun going hunting with the AR, dude. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, no. I think that well, would be absolutely fun. It. No, and it's semi-auto. So, yeah. Um, hey, Jerome. Welcome, man. Good to see you. Hey, Jay. So, what's cracking? Um, so, yeah, you could go hunting. And I know guys who have done it. Like, they've gone. That'd be wild, bro. Because you, <laughs> yeah. you shoot so many and you got to pop, 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 pop. Whereas <laughs> instead of, like, having to load load you know, when you take your shot with a single shot. Yeah, that'd be like, annoying, right. Like, the Savage can hold, I think, four rounds maybe five and it's well four and four plus one so i can load four put one in the chamber and then add another one in an internal mag but like you have to cock it every time whereas the ar you just pull 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 That's what i mean right yeah do you know you how to do mag. the because i know it's illegal i think in the in the states to to uh what's it called convert them into fully automatics and whatnot right no it's not illegal you have to have a certain license 
Okay. So right. you can you can get stuff you know full auto if you have a, like a level three armor or thing, and then as an owner you would... have to do certain things to get them. But what would be the reason for you to actually um, want a say, for example, want a full auto gun? Like, what would be the reason you'd give to like whoever you have to speak to you about it? You know what I mean? No, you don't have to. You, like this, is what I'm saying. Like, if I want to buy it, I can buy it. But like, right. if I'm going to convert one, I have to I have to either take it or go to a level three armorer to do that. Like, oh, you so know, you can't just do a backyard job, say for example. No, right? no. If you do, it's illegal. Um, if like, so let's say if, if you like, uh, like let's say an MP7, right? They're rare, not didn't want to go out, but and you. You, you can get H&Ks, but they're not full auto. They've been turned off to be for auto. But right, right. yeah, if you have a level three armorer, you can go to them, uh, Gunsmith, and they can get you full auto, and then you can, you know... No shit. You can have them, and you pay a lot of money for it. Uh, I was going to ask, how much would that... That would be pretty expensive, right? It's, it's pretty expensive to have something along right. those lines. It's not necessarily necessary, but it's fun to have, and you're using it... Oh, it would be. Um... When you're using it, it's it's for like when you're going to the range to have fun and shit and go around. Well, what um, other reason would you want to go blasting with a fully auto, man? I mean, dude. um, so I mean, the reason why some guys have it, like when you go pig hunting, you want to catch them all, and if you're shooting, just spray. <laughs> yeah, because here's the thing: if you if you they they breed like this, man. It's, oh yeah, it's, it's become an epidemic. Um, and right. yeah, and zombies, as Elizabeth Do says. Yeah, exactly, the zombies. But you want to know a fun fact before we go? Australia has got the most camels in the world, bro. Not the Arab yeah. countries. Australia yeah. in the desert. Yeah. And they've become an invasive species, dude. You get and paid to kill the camels. Go shoot yeah. the camels, and your, bro. And your army lost to emus in a war. That's true, too. <laughs> hey, emus are fucking nuts, you, dude. You don't yeah. fuck with emus, bro. Especially yeah. cassowaries. The Australian cassowaries... They will they will hunt you in packs, dude, like gangsters, and fuck you up. And they're yep. smaller, more evil versions of emus. Yeah, they're, they're but, crazy. They're nuts. But with all of that said, we're gonna say this: is this, make sure you come and check out Channel Attitude. Make sure you check out Hami Media Group for all the fun stuff. I'm working with trying to find out where Triple D's at, and maybe get the Academy up and going again because we just finished season four of Lower Decks, and if you haven't seen it, watch it. Um, it is amazing. They did a great job. They tied in so much stuff from Star Trek, the next generation. And like, like one of the coolest things they did. Oh man, this was amazing. So it was a great season. Uh, good night to everybody. Elizabeth, thanks for being here. Retro Rocket, thanks for being here. <laughs> Medium five under the land of extreme. Uh, <laughs> thanks for being here. So you got Jerome making an appearance. Uh, Lab Rat for being here. T and Couponer. Uh, and everybody else who was here, we called some of you out earlier. Uh, but thanks for being here. We hope to see you next week. Next week, we'll be at our regular time on the regular station at 10 a.m. in the morning on Saturday. So you can get your Saturday morning fix from your Friday night addiction. So, ladies and gentlemen, come and find out. Are we still Saudi in Arabia or are we moving forward? Are we Arabia? Are we going forward with Arabian Nights? Yeah. Like Arabian Days. <laughs> Have we moved forward from there? What's next on the Mass Effect yeah. as we go forward? Is it one of those things where we're surviving for another series? Or are we ready <laughs> to game up with war? So come in Very next good. week and find out what we're going to do. And as always, 
if you need anything, feel free to reach out to us. Have some fun. But until next time, we say...